Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, the Sunday League Show, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Welcome to Selk Grassroots, the podcast network that brings you the Sunday League Show. This is the Sunday League Show, where we'll be bringing you all the news, reviews and interviews from Westfa, the OBD SFL, Southern Sunday and the Quarter Municipal Sunday Football League. This podcast and all of our podcasts are sponsored by the Down to Play app, Match Arc, Magpie Recruitment, Skipper Sportswear, at NJPGD, Borden Sports Youth, Grassroots Football, GRF, Awards FC, and A-Rush Laser Tag. Our charity 11 team is sponsored by Player Packs, Borden Sports Stop Bullying Campaign, Black Eagle Athlete, Arithmetic Accountants, and our shirt sponsors, front of shirt sponsor, is at NJPGD. Let's get on with it. Welcome to Selk Grassroots, the podcast network that brings you the Sunday League Show. This is the Sunday League Show, episode 24. No Southern Sunday on today's section. Graham has decided to have a week away. Um, so there'll be no Southern Sunday section on the Sunday League Show. I'm guessing that's where all of you Sunday uh, Southern Sunday listeners switch off. But we will recap this week's and next week's games with Graham on next week's show, episode 25. So this week, the running order will be Westford up first with Gibbs. You'll speak to Gibbs in a minute. Then it will be uh, Roger from the Quarter Municipal and Jamie from the OBD SFL. As I said, I mentioned his name, Gibbs. You're first up this week. How are you doing? Woo woo! Yes, player. First <laughs> and the best. You know what I mean? You know how we do. Always Westford. How's I'm it good, going? Good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I mean, I enjoyed my football yesterday. It seems uh, lots of teams yesterday didn't enjoy their refereeing performances yesterday. We need to cut that shit out on social media. I'm going to say it again. Yeah. I don't think social media is the place, to be fair. There's always... um channels and avenues to go down um to make your complaint um, we don't have to highlight everything on social media it's not like the ref's video in your game and every time you make a bad pass he's sticking it on his twitter do you know what i mean so i think we're all going to make mistakes it is sunday league and that's why we love it so but i do think if you've got a real bad problem there is the correct channels highlighting it on twitter or your instagram and that it's not the uh it's not the thing to do hopefully the more we can call it out and ask teams to stop doing it They'll start listening. Um, and, uh, yeah. I did see. I did see your little, um, your uh, back and forth with JJ earlier, and um, I think you was right in what you said. The ref, what the ref was at fault for the eight goals they conceded, type thing. Um, it's all right questioning the refs, the ref out when you've lost eight one or whatever it was. But let's be honest, they want to have a word with their defence. Really, in the amount of goals they're conceding week in week out, it's not the ref they need to be having a word. If he ain't defending for them. Well, the opposition that who they played on Sunday came out and said that their 
Lino was just putting a flag up for fun and he said that's what he was doing. So, I mean, you know, to blame the ref is one thing. And if if it's one big decision that's cost one thing in a, in a game, that's ended up drawing or you've lost by one goal and you know maybe there's a maybe there's a conversation but eight one fucking hell yeah I mean we've given them a lot of praise JJ as well on the podcast do you know what I mean it's not like we, we're digging them out or nothing but come on lads you've lost eight one it ain't it really ain't the ref's fault you've conceded bags of goals all season it really ain't the ref's fault let's have a word with your centre offs exactly let's get into the results in Gibbs let's get into the let's positive go. stuff let's go player in the Supreme Trophies and Engraving Premier Division, uh, two games played this week. Two uh, big results. Metrogas's first win of the season in the league, Gibbs. A 4-2 win uh, over Bulltarks. Bulltarks will be disappointed, but then at the same time, we know the potential uh, of Metrogas on their day. Um, one of the best teams in the Premier Division. 4-2 uh, for them is it, a good win for Metrogas. They'll be chuffed. It's a, it's a really good win, to be fair. And I bet uh, that was a real good game to watch. I bet it was end-to-end. Both teams attacking each other. Uh, but like we said, on their day, Mitragas are uh, a force for anyone in that prem. If they get everybody out, they are a side that can um, turn, turn most teams over. And I think that was their first win, I think, um, I yeah. read um, in the prem. I think they've drawn a few games. So you never know what that could do. That could kickstart them. But as the title runs in, they'll have a, they'll have a big say in it. And I think they'll be there thereabouts. I agree. Uh, yeah, that was their first win in the league yesterday. Not too many games played uh, for Metrogas, so it's early doors, really. Expect some double bankers for them uh, to come uh, thick and fast, and maybe as they catch those games up, they'll get the job done. Uh, Bulltarks left to wonder what could have been this season. Some good performances, but results generally haven't gone their way this year. Uh, a tough year for the Tarks. They haven't talked the ting on the pitch. They're not talking the ting. Neither are Kenningwell, by the way. <laughs> We'll speak about Kenny well on another section with Jamie, but um, oh, Baldens <laughs> uh, Mildeen lose five nil to Baldens Sports A uh, and Billy via the Baldens Sports um, Twitter giving us the eyes for results of the week. Um, I'm sad to say, result this type of result for Mildeen at the moment is all too predictable. Yeah, I mean, I watched them against Inter Belvedere, and they looked they looked all right, uh, Mildeen. To be fair, they they had some real good players, and their build up play was good. Um, I just think in the final third they're missing um, a striker or that final that final delivery. But um, I, I actually spoke to Billy this morning, and um, I said to him that was a real good win. Obviously, a clean sheet for you lads as well, because um, they've had a bit of up and down season as well, Borden. Mm. Uh, and it's not very often they keep a clean sheet, so I think that's two on the bounce for them. Um, a clean sheet, five goals, massive three points. I think it um takes them up the league a little bit, and they're um they're looking at um the next game, which is I know we will go into it, but which is Metrogas, which both teams have had good wins this this week. I think it'd be a cracking game. It'd be a really good game. We will talk about that in the second section. Uh, with with Gibbs, you got a cold, mate. Yeah, sorry, buddy. I'm not on the gear. I'm literally blowing my nose every time you can hear it. Sorry. Uh, in the Happy Bellies, Calf and Grill Senior Division, uh, Blackfoot and Erif win again, and they're getting really fucking annoying on social media with all these wins. Gibbs two one, they beat Forza Greenwich. They want Crack to be it. on. They want to be. Joe wants manager of the month. <laughs> yeah, I know. He said, "Don't worry about <laughs> result when we give him manager of the month." But you know what? They've they've stuck at it, and they didn't have the best um, first half of the season up till Christmas. 
um, and they they were struggling. But it's nice to see them doing well because they've stuck at it, and now they're kind of getting their rewards for it. So maybe a couple more wins. We maybe we could do a manager in a month for on the on the soap podcast. You know, we could maybe going. maybe maybe Joe's hit an idea there. We got the sack race. Maybe we could do a once a week minute, once a month manager of the month. Yeah, maybe we can look over at form of of teams, give them a couple of points, um, a couple of points for wins or point for a draw, and see who total, totals it up. If we've got some big wins in that month, yeah, we could we could do that. We could look. Maybe they could get ten ten silk loyalty points. Whoever wins it, do you know what I mean? Free free graphics from the the grassroots graphics. No doubt. Maybe maybe <laughs> maybe free graphics for a week or something. Do you know what I mean? Or yeah. for one one match day graphic for the uh for the winning team and we'll sort it out with Josh. <laughs> maybe. We'll think about that at the end of the month. But yeah, Blackfen and Erif definitely um resurgent. After a tough, tough start to the season, they've put uh back to back wins together, which must feel um brilliant for the boys. So no wonder they're giving it large on social media and, and you have to uh, applaud them for that. Uh, the rest of the games in the senior division, Erif and Belvedere back to winning ways. 5-3, they win uh, against Northern Eagles. Um, a big win for uh, Erif and Belvedere there, Gibbs, because they had a bad result the other week, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Um, I, think they, I think they lost the junior Reds as well, didn't they, on penalties? That's it. So I think they, they needed that as well. 5-3, uh, um, a massive three points because that senior division at the top there is getting a little bit spicy, isn't it, into Belvedere? Obviously up there, um, you've got Crayford Arrows, but so Inter Belvedere needed that to keep themselves in the mix. Northern Eagles, it just ain't really happened for them so far this season. They've they've had some wins, but they've just not been able to kind of get consistently going, and it's a uh, it's a shame because they're they're a real good good strong side. Yeah, they are. Uh, Inter Belvedere, as Gibbs said, sitting top of the table. They do what they do best. They win three one against Rising Talents. A tempestuous game, by all accounts. Lots of business going on all over the shop, but Inter Belvedere concentrating on the game. Uh, they got the job done. They won three one. Rising Talents having a bit of a tough season this year. I think I think they've lost a couple of players. If I'm honest, I see a couple of them turning out for a, a YouTube team. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Are you not mentioning their name? Well, I don't know. They're not part of West Fast. Not my section. Do you know what I mean? But um, <laughs> I'm only missing that. I think a few of the better players are well are turning out for UTR. So I'm not sure how that's um, how that's affecting them. Obviously, there was they're two really good players, so it, it would have affected them quite badly, I suppose. Mm. Talking of UTR, that stamp we see we saw on social media earlier today, bloody uh... oh, Philip, Philip, control your uh, players. He's not. He wasn't happy with that. You could tell. No, nah, he wasn't. Tell. To be fair, Phil's Phil's a good guy. He wouldn't have condoned that. He would have. He would have. He would have said that that's not that's not on. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But uh, so I I know the ref give a yellow for it. But then the the point is, if the refs the ref saw it, he must have seen it then to give the yellow. So how did he deem that as a yellow? Mm, maybe he hasn't seen it and he's just gone by player reaction. Yeah, that's which that's, is wrong. That's wrong, isn't it? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know, but um, but yeah, but either way, it, um, they give a, a real good account of themselves here, Jam. To be fair. And they was unlucky. I thought I thought UTR's first goal was a foul from honest on the keeper. I thought he caught that with two hands. I don't know if you've seen it, but No, no, I haven't seen it. Yeah. Just see the just see that decision on Roots TV today. Yeah, it was two 0 and then a, a cross come in. The keeper's got two hands on it, but it's been headed out of his hands. So um and that got UTR two one. So I I feel I feel that there was a bit hard done by there to be honest. But in my opinion, I'm not a ref. <laughs> in the King of Arts Media Production Division One. 
the, sixth. the second best division. The second best. Yeah, second best division. Definitely <laughs> the second. We'll agree on that. We've agreed on that. First time ever. Uh, Hartford Athletic played Abbey Mead. Um, Hartford in good form this season, taking uh, to Division One life uh, in a great way. Um, Abbey Mead a little bit hit and miss, but Gibbs, uh, Danny and his lads um, win two one. Uh, he was quiet on the socials last night, making it to the making it on your poll. Maybe he likes it there. No, fair play to them to be in there. I mean, they should be in the prem anyway. They're a prem team, aren't they? They've been um, for a long time, haven't they? Yeah, I think. Um... They're a, a prem team in waiting. To be fair, but shout out to Danny though, and obviously Steph and and the the people at Abbey Mead. They they are a good club, and I think um the winner was a cracker yesterday. I think by um Patrick. I think um I believe his name is um Patrick. I think it's Danny's boy Patrick Cunningham. I think he scored a a right old banger to take the uh to take the the, the win and the the three points. So fair play to him, and well done to Abbey Mead. Well done, lads. Uh, a couple of avoided games and walkover games yesterday due to folded teams. We say goodbye to uh, Eltham Town, who uh, their, their old team folded as well. And this new Eltham Town team, they've sadly folded. So that game was voided against Crockenhill. Uh, Kingfisher, uh, an away walkover given to Burridge Blues. Um, I'm not sure what's happening with Kingfisher. That's, they've not officially gone yet, have they, Gibbs? No, no, no. They... they um... They are uh, trying to keep it going, um. So f- fair play to them. Um, they they're trying to do do what they can to keep the club going. So, um, if anyone is looking for a, a new team or a new challenge, um, give give AFC Kingfisher a, a message on socials, or if you've got the West for Handbook, um, Steve's a good guy and that's a good club. Yeah. So just get just get at them. Uh. And Division 1 will look a bit different when we look at it again. We've Eltham Town folding. I'm seeing voided games. So they haven't hit the quota for the rest of their games to be awarded elsewhere. So we may need to have a look at Division 1 uh, and see what happens there. We'll do that uh, in a few weeks' time at the end of end of February when we run through the tables. In Division 2, the Eltham Escape Rooms, Division 2. Uh, Advent Mighty Royals and MPR, uh, AMR against MPR. Uh, they share... Desmond in tribute to the man himself, a point really no good to either team really in that one. Uh, no, definitely not. To be fair, um, they both could have done with a a big three points, and I, I think um, you might maybe before that game was kicked, you might have backed MPR, but um, massive massive draw for uh, AMR, and if they they're doing all right, they're picking up little draws and stuff, and they're in the semi final of a cup, so don't don't write them off. No, uh, I think uh, definitely going into that one, NPR would have been the favourites. Uh, Advent Mighty Royals probably pleased with a point on the day. A big game uh, at the other end uh, of Division 2. One team currently sitting there and another team looking to get there if they catch up some, some of their games in hand. Borden Sports, Westfer took on uh, Bexley Hawks uh, and the Division 2 favourites took it, Gibbs. 2-1 to Bexley Hawks, but... I tell you what, Borden Sports, they are a tricky opposition. They're making it hard for for everyone in Division Two. They're not gonna go, they're not gonna go away quietly, are they? No, they ain't to be fair. Borden Sports have come on leaps and bounds, and I I know that for, for um uh, first hand. They've uh, they've done really well and they've got some good players there and they've held their own there against Bexley Hawks because um they've they've had some good wins Bexley Hawks, but they've grinded at that and that's what um they're the results you look back at the end of the season when if you win a league and you go, you know what, that that was a massive three points. Yeah, agreed. Uh, a tough, tough place to go, Borden Sports for anyone 
uh, but Bexley Hawks made to work yesterday. They got the win though. Uh, they've been doing that more than more than more than anything else this year. They're having a great season again. Bexley Hawks progression year after year it is something they've achieved. Um, the other games in Division Two: Elmstead Knights uh, draw two all with Junior Reds Athletic. Um, both teams probably pleased with a point at the moment. Both both seasons have been quiet in the league. Uh, Junior Reds having a good cup run. Uh, Elmstead Knights, though, under their new names, uh, pretty much the same as they were before uh, in terms of results. Uh, and a big game, again, at the top of the division, uh, Footscray Lions 3, uh, Falconwood 4. This was a game I wrote Falconwood off for this one, uh, incorrectly, it turns out, against a rugged Interbelvedere. Obviously, a level up from this. Uh, Falconwood, uh, young young guys, looked a little bit physically that they weren't up to it against Inter Belvedere. I thought that would be a similar thing against Foots, Footscray Lions. Um, but Martin uh, Bullock, the referee, saying that Falconwood well good for the win uh, and uh, thoroughly good uh, blokes as well. So um, Falconwood, a good win I for don't them. Believe, I don't believe that Falconwood Saturday team had a game Saturday. So I think they had a full squad on Sunday. So that probably aided them because I think normally they got around the 13, 12 mark. So um, yeah, yeah see. Look at that! Look, they've got a full bench. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they've not had that all season. If you probably have a look, so that's probably aided them. Um, and obviously, Footscray Lions, that predominantly they're an older team, isn't they? So if you've got young lads running at you for ninety minutes, it's it's probably going to take its toll. But Footscray have held their own there four three. It's um it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's not a bad it's not a bad result to be fair. No, no, Falconwood are a good a good young side. Maybe just finishing out the top two this this season. We've still got so many games to play in Division 2, it's hard to tell. Uh, but no, they'll, they'll have a say in it. If they get their yeah. team out, they'll have a say. Yeah, I think so too. In Division 3, the Mark Dolby Foundation, Division 3, uh, Spring Hill United 4, Bexley Wanderers 1, um, probably the most predictable result on the uh, on the whole of the fixtures yesterday, Gibbs. <laughs> uh, Bexley Wanderers sadly can't buy a win at the minute. They're struggling. They're losing by threes and fours uh, on a regular basis, but Springer United will not care. Um, they are looking at promotion this season. They've said so from their um, Twitter account, so they're up for it. Uh, and results like this will go a long way to helping that. Yeah, oh, definitely. Um, it's nice to see Springer Wings there. They're obviously, they stayed in the Prem last year, had a rough time of it, but um, they've they've got some good lads down there and um, a good bunch. So it's nice to see them getting some wins. Bexley Wanderers, it's never nice because they was challenging last season, weren't they? Or was it the mm. season before? They was up there doing really well. Um, it's not It's not nice to see. No, it's not nice to see. Hopefully they can uh, get going. They've been going for years and I think they've been doing similar sorts of, had similar sorts of seasons to this one and have always bounced back. So um, I assume they'll be back next year. But yeah, Spring United, uh, March on. Another win in Division 3. Well done, chaps. In the Pat Tansley, Division 4, uh, Thamesmead Town, nil. Uh, Beacons, 2. Uh, a tray of tequilas not helping Thamesmead Town uh, from the night from the night before, Gibbs, all over their social media. They had a team night out uh, on a Saturday. The Wednesday was in the VIP lounge, you know. What I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, champagnes. Uh, but yeah, the uh, Beacons boys. It's been a while since they've had a win, so they would they would have enjoyed that one yesterday. Yeah, TTAC have done well, haven't they? They've, they've had a really good start to the year. Um, Beacons, obviously. They started off the season very bright. It's dimmed a little bit, but 
Um, massive, massive win for them yesterday. Uh, big three points. Um, TTAC, obviously we had the conversation earlier about talking about refs and that, but I'm sure they'll come again and then they'll pick up some more results. I think, yeah. uh, I think it'd be a good, it's a good steady progressive season for them for their first season back. I think so. Just find your feet. Uh, and uh, and go again next year. Turns me town. Uh, they've they've had some good cup days and some good memories, so uh, they can build on that going forward. Some big games at the top end of Division Four now. Uh, South Ballers beating AFC Bexley one nil. Um, and whoever runs the Ballers Twitter account giving eyes again, as we've seen a couple of times for a result of the week. But their form gives against uh, in the last eight games now. That's them unbeaten, or they've won their last eight. Winning 1-0 against AFC Bexley, that ain't going to get South Ballers on the pole, is it? It's not, to be fair, because they're in good form. They beat them last time around, a little, I think 4-3, wasn't it? But being 4-1 up. So it was a little bit more convincing last time. But you know what? Full credit to yeah, yeah, yeah. the Brownie and the South Ballers, lads, because AFC Bexley, very good side, very well organised. And you've shut them out, but you've nicked a nice little 1-0 win. And the progression at South Ballers is... It's probably something to be admired, to be fair. Because I think so. They... I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. No, sorry. Some knobhead outside the window shouting. Sorry. Um, not me. But, um, yeah, the progression <laughs> there has been really good. Um, and I think that um, they, they've done really well as, as a club as well to stabilise things from the... Because we, we gave them a bit of stick before, didn't we, with the South Average Joes yeah. and that. But, um, no, good good to see them doing well. Good club. Definitely doing things the right way as a, is is a mark of of where they are, where they have come to and from. Uh, when a one nil win against Bexley, we know we're a top side doesn't get them onto results of the week. These that we we probably said last week that a win either way um, would have been expected. The South Ballers have been in fantastic form, <laughs> so probably a compliment in in, in a roundabout way. It's, a, it's one of those backhanded compliments, isn't it, really? Like, them not being in result of the week is a testament to how far they've come. Yeah, so we, just, we the, just don't see that as a massive as a massive shock, and, and, that, and that's that. Yeah. So it's amazing, really, you know, how the results of the week really kind of, like, people actually enjoy it or look out for it, you know? It's good. I mean, other people have, other people have tried to do their own and, and come and gone, and the, and the Celt one stays strong. Oh, yeah, they did, didn't they? Blimey, that lasted about three weeks. It got expensive with footballs, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, South Ballers, that's a, a compliment to you. But yeah, a good win for them yesterday. Two other results um, for teams uh, fighting for their Division 4 lives one way or another. Chimera go down 4-2 against Danson Albion. They're still there. <laughs> Plugging away gives it doesn't look like this Danson Albion um, season is going to uh, peter out yet. They're, they're still going for it, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Um, they've still got a fair bit to play for, to be fair. Don't write uh, dancing off yet. They're still in a in a chance with, with the league. They've, I think they're, they're still in some cups as well. So I think it could be a good a good season for dancing. I think so. It's been a good one already. Whatever happens now, uh, it's been a good season for the boys, but they won't want it to end uh, in, in the middle of February. And the Division 4 clash of rivals um, the heavy, heavily selked, heavily selked up game. El Classelco in West for this one. Peckham Wright A three, uh, Highfield Rovers six. Uh, match report for Steve from Steve last night was just basically they couldn't deal 
as a oh, defense. Oh, did you get one as well? Well, I just said uh, not a proper one, but uh, have you got oh, a proper? I've got, I've got a proper one. Yeah. Oh, you go for it. You go for it. So I don't. I won't. I won't. Uh, don't want to repeat what anything he said. Go on, mate. Okay, a true game of two halves. Peckham come out of the gates flying. An early disallowed goal for us didn't disrupt our rhythm. Both teams had chances, but a precise ball into Bruno and a tidy finish put us one up. <laughs> Just before half-time, some fantastic wing play from Oli slid Danny D in and he scored to make it 2-0. Half-time came and due to uh, a player having to leave, adjustments were made. Ron made subs up front to intro. Uh, introduction of pace turned the tide of the game, scoring two quick goals with balls over the top being a common and successful theme for Highfield. Rye retook the lead from the Gambian Giroud, but what was to follow was more of the same from Highfield. Their hunger and determination couldn't be matched, and and to a man they played us off the park. Four three to Highfield with five to go. Steve had to go for it. So introduced himself up front. No, I'm joking. Didn't say that. So introduced the classic <laughs> mighty ducks flying V formation, only to realise that made it worse and concede a couple more. Congrats to Ronnie and Highfield. We will see them in two weeks for a cup quarterfinal. Cup quarterfinal. Stato Steve has asked for patience from the board as he will never give up. Yeah, I mean, uh, does a sound, fair and honest assessment. Yeah, fair and honest is all you can do. I mean. I don't think we're having a sack. I don't think we'll do a managerial sack race this week. I think we'll give everyone a week off, to be fair. Because <laughs> <laughs> as we go through, it just seems to end up being the same people because we don't know upset anyone and get offered out for charity boxing matches all the time, do we? <laughs> Not really, but... <laughs> uh, but a good win for Highfield, much needed as well. They found themselves um, at the bottom of the table. Uh, I don't know if they're still there without looking at the table, but... Um, a good win for them, much needed. Uh, into the Vulture Sports Division 5, Hartford Athletic Blues seen off 6-0 against the Newcross Rovers Reserves boys, sadly. That's an easy one uh, to have foreseen. Um, in across two, uh, Greenwich Hot Shots 5. Greenwich Hot Shots just finding their feet a little bit, Gibbs. Um, in across struggling uh, as the season goes on. They're not getting wins very often anymore. But Greenwich Hot Shots, we've seen on their day that uh, they're a good side at this level. Uh, and, and if they're finding their feet now again, they will have a big say uh, in how Division 5 uh, finishes this season. Uh, yes, they will. They, 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 they're a little bit hit and miss this season, isn't they? Yeah. Um, yeah. But when they score and they're on form and they all show up, they seem to um, take it to teams. So I'm sure that, like you say, they will have a, they will have a say in what were in proceedings to come the end of the season. Definitely. Uh, and a big game in Division 5. Uh, EWD Eagles 4. Uh, Springle United Blues four, um, one decision in in this game seemingly costing Springle United Blues the win. Uh, a mix up, a mix up between the lino and uh, the match referee on the day, uh, leading to some confusion in at the in the uh, Springle United Blues defence and EWD cap capitalising on it and being awarded a goal. Gibbs, it didn't look great from the video we've seen, but uh, Springle United Blues. Uh, took that one on the chin for all. Must have been tough to take. Um, yeah, I mean the four four. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, um, a game for the not a game for the defenses, no. but um, Omar is a good point for him in terms of the form that, that maybe the Blues have had. Um, another one keeping him in a job. So um, <laughs> I've got, I've actually got a match report from them as well. Oh, gone in, nice one. 
Um, uh, one nil down. Oh, this is from Spring Hill Blues, by the way. One nil down after a minute after we failed to clear the ball, an EWD striker ran on and put it away. Finally, my boys kept their heads and carried on. Once we settled, we kept prepping. Oh, sorry, we kept pe- peppering them, and they couldn't handle the pace of our wingers. Went two one up soon after. Firstly, capitalising from EWD keeper dropping a simple catch, and then a well taken finish from our number nine. Fifteen minutes later, we went three one up after club legend Dan Quasi rounded the keeper. Uh, all going well until last minute of the first half. They handballed it. Ref's assistant calls for handball. We think we got a free kick. So our keeper kicks it out for us to take the free kick. Ref turns his back and they run on and score. We were like WTF. (laughs) But Ref said he gave a goal kick and said keeper passed it out. Ball hadn't stopped um, once was a shambles. But we took it on the chin. Second half. We're on. We're, we're on top. They take a CAM out. We win a pen. Go four two. In control with twenty minutes to go. Two players go in for a header. A clash of heads. Our right winger has a two centimeter gash on his head. Goes off with that and a suspected concussion. Oh, fair. I hope he's all right. Fair. Mm-hmm. Play to the geezer. Wish him well. Um, we lost our shape and momentum, and then. My CDM then gets injured. I think Omar's playing too much football manager with his RW and CDM <laughs> talk and CAM. Then gets injured and no more subs. Um, so I had to ask him to stay, stay up front to use his height if possible. As my number nine had to go at half time as he had box seats to the rugby. Cheers, mate. They scored two easy goals in the last 10 minutes. 4-4, lucky sods. But was a proper battle and would have been nice to win and silence their 30-odd fans who were egging them on throughout, but wasn't to be and probably a fair result. If I wasn't biased, up the Spring Hill Blues. Well done to them. Yeah, sounds like they had a battle on their hands yesterday, but 4-2 up uh, obviously is a disappointing end to the game. Obviously, the the, the, the mistake at the back uh, due to probably referee communication, uh, it's fair to say, uh, one or two referees communication. Um it wasn't the deciding factor on the day, which is probably probably uh, a good thing in the end. Uh, but yeah, a good point. Two teams with a little bit of a rivalry growing now. So uh, that would be nice to see what happens with them too uh, over the next couple of seasons. In the Self Grassroots Podcast Network, Division 6, the best Both, division. The fifth best division. <laughs> the best division. Uh, Bexley Village Vets. Uh, with with McCracken between the net between the sticks for them lose two one. That's their first loss of the season this week. Gibbs against um, Greenwich Challenge Vets, uh, who get two one win after a, a, a what's the word an inconsistent period over the last few weeks. Uh, I think that's back to back wins now for Greenwich Challenge Vets, and they'll be looking to get their promotion season back on. Yeah, uh, that's a real good win for them. And beating an unbeaten team, that's only going to boost your. Uh... Momentum and team morale. So who knows what the second half of the season is going to bring for them? Yeah, agreed. Chimera reserves with a very good win. 5 0. Uh, they get a win against the Bosco. They are susceptible to uh, the odd goal, uh, though, Bosco. So 5 0 for Chimera reserves. When they when Bosco lose, they seem to lose um, big. Uh, on one of the pitches next to me yesterday, down at the home of football in Bexley, uh, Hall Place, I saw FC Cabras. 
playing against Royal Oak in what looked like a really good game, I must admit, from what I could see. Uh, Royal Oak getting the win 4-1. They were 1-0 down at half-time, Gibbs. Royal Oak just keep churning out the results. They are a real good outfit for Div 6. Yeah, they are. Their momentum is is high at the minute, isn't their their team morale, their momentum. They're they're scoring bags of goals every week, isn't they? And they've got that kind of momentum where if you... If you score three, we'll score five. Do you know what I mean? They're yeah. not afraid to take anyone on a go at any team. So compared to where they was last year, it's a massive turnaround and the club doing well and, and going places. So well done to everyone at the Oak. Agreed. Las Cabras or FC Cabras will be gutted not to got anything out of the game. Their season uh, is um, levelling out a little bit after a very good start for them. Uh, and JJ United lose 8-1 to the Battle Cruisers. Uh, Josh from the Battle Cruisers saying it could have been 15 had the uh, JJ United Lino not been so lively with a flag, Gibbs. Well, they ate one hell of a beating, didn't they? Um, they did. They, that. they did. Only but two the of cruisers, those. The Cruisers, strength to strength. Come on, another club doing really well from where they was last season. Um, full credit to them down there. The Cruisers are, are good lads. Watch out for them because they'll be around in Westford for a long time. Agreed. And the Battle Cruisers run close by JJ early on in the season. So that's the improvement there. They've stretched that. I think it was 4-3 or something like that. They beat JJ earlier in the year, uh, earlier in the season, should I say. Uh, But to stretch that now to 8-1 with the amount of goals that JJ have been scoring, it's one thing they do. They can score goals, JJ, but the Battle Cruisers keeping them to the solitary goal yesterday and getting eight for themselves. Um, Must be a good place to be playing your football at the minute, the Battle Cruisers. Definitely so. Definitely have to agree. Well done, gents. Into some cup action, and we'll start with a couple of county cup games. Uh, let's have a look because we have to keep our eyes peeled for teams that don't play in Westford that appear on this list. Uh, and against Sunday Junior Trophy, uh, quarterfinal, Gibbs, I want to say. Yeah, quarterfinal. Uh, away at Park Regis Sunday, uh, Peckham Rye go down 2 1. Uh, and Gibbs, from the chat we've had before recording, it sounds like missed chances left to. Uh, to um, frustrate you yesterday? Yeah, if I'm honest, we went 1-0 up. Um, we, I know teams say it when they lose, but I, I think they, they would probably agree as well that we, we was the better side um, on top. They never really tested the keeper or had any shots. Um, we, we had a good, f- clear efforts, but we just, we didn't shoot early enough or take our chances. We at the post... In the in the first half as well, I think at one deal, uh, uh, and then predominantly, if you don't take your chances, they're going to come back and bite you in the arse. And I think that's what happened. I think we've we've hit it over from six yards into six yard box at two one down. The ball's come across the goal um, on the goal line. Really, Tony's about to tap it in. Um, it's bobbled up, and uh, as he's hit it, and it's gone over the bar. I mean, there's things that just happened yesterday when sometimes you know it's just not your day. Um, and full credit to them, they ca- they carried on going. They defended while we was chucking everything at them, uh, and they they came away with a win. Just two sloppy set plays, really, from us, not picking up the second ball, uh, and that's what that's what's cost us. A tough one for you to take at Peckham. I know there's been a lot of effort gone into uh, making games happen on this in this competition. Nine o'clock kickoffs in in the arse end of 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 Kent in deep Kent. Um, so tough, tough one for you to take yesterday, but now you return back to Westford with plenty of football to play, so you can't be too downhearted. A tough one, as we'll talk about in the second section for you boys. So, yeah, a, a big game coming. 
No, I'm not too downhearted, mate. I'd say no disrespect to them because they've won the game, but eight, eight, nine times out of ten, we we beat them and we put the chances away, and we could be three or four out of sight. But yesterday, it just wasn't meant to be, and um, they've uh, they've they've gone away with a win. And full credit to them and fair play. They had a game plan they stuck to, and uh, and they they got the win. So full credit to them. Fair play. Uh, and the Alliance Cup big win yesterday. Uh, New Park, they've had a couple of losses on the bounce now. 3-5, they lose uh, to uh, Avery Hill. We're seeing no fall in, in Avery Hill's form since the, since losing the gaffer. Uh, whoever's taken over is doing a good job, Gibbs. That is a massive, massive win for Avery Hill. Fantastic. Massive. I actually think that New Park were 3-2 up as well. Um, Bloody hell. So it's a massive win, to be honest. And if if you're being honest, probably not many people maybe not have seen that one coming. But hold your hands up and give uh, Avery all full credit. I mean, we've we've given New Park a lot of credit this season um, as being a good side, and they've beat some really good sides, even Bulltarks in the Prem. Um, so Avery all going along nicely, and congratulations for making the final. Well done. Yeah, fantastic. Into a final as well, yeah. Yeah, it was a semi final. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Avery Hill. Another club getting better and better each year. Uh, regardless of who's at the helm. So well done to Avery Hill. Um, New Park will be absolutely gutted to miss out on cup finals, but they've got other opportunities, I believe, uh, and a league title to uh, have a look at. So they'll they'll need to bounce back um, very much like the boys at Peckham Rifle Cup defeat yesterday. In a Mike Strong Memorial Cup, uh, AFC Sporting Greenwich beaten 3-1 by those nasty bastards of Elton Palace yesterday, Gibbs. Three <laughs> one, uh, a potential banana skin for the um, Elton Palace boys who haven't uh, been quite the same team this year. We have seen since Christmas and since the return to f- of football uh, in twenty twenty three that um, uh, results are coming and they're getting the they get they're getting wins now that they perhaps wouldn't have got at the beginning of the season. So they're coming into form at the right time. Uh, but Sporting Greenwich not really been able to get their season going at all. No, they've been a bit flat all season, Sporting Greenwich, haven't they? Yeah. Um, but nothing away from Elton Palace. They've got the job done. They've got the, they've got the win, and they march on. And they're, like you say, they've found a bit of form. So, well, fair play to them. Well done. Yeah. Well done, lads. In the Plumpsy Challenge Cup, uh, Barnhurst beaten three nil by landlords Meridian Sports yesterday. Three nil, three nil Meridian win. Um, a great way for Meridian to bounce back after 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 tough games in the cup and defeats in cups. Uh, Barnhurst, not an easy challenge for anybody in Westfer. Uh, so Meridian will be chuffed with that. Uh, uh, do you know what? It, um, that's a, a real good result because to beat Barnhurst is something, but to beat Barnhurst and not let them score a goal, you've you've played well um, and you've earned, you've earned the win because Barnhurst always score no matter if, if they lose or anything. They've always got goals in them. So Stop them from scoring and a three nil convincing win. Um, Meridian have deserved that, and um, yeah, what what a win for them to be fair. Good win, great way to respond to a tough week, and yeah, could have easily uh, thrown a towel in against the Barnos team who, who never give in. But yeah, as you say, Gibbs, I think the most impressive bit there is the clean sheet against Barnos. Uh, they seem to start games two up with the likes of uh, Luke Coleman playing for them. So uh, Meridian to keep a clean sheet is an impressive one. Well done, gents. In the Wynn Jones Memorial Bowl, uh, Crayford Arrows' poor form continues this week. They are knocked out of the cup against Elton Rovers. Um, Gibbs, just a bit worried about Crayford Arrows. The beginning of the season, they started they started like a, 
a house on fire, getting through uh, into uh, a couple of rounds of the Plumpsy Challenge Cup, etc., etc. Um, but their form just of late uh, is not there at all. Uh, they'll be a bit worried, I think. They Perhaps they were looking up uh, at the Prem for next season, but that looks like it could be uh, on the ropes. A good win for Elton Rovers. Massive win for Elton Rovers. I think that's three losses on the bounce there isn't it, for Crayford Arrows. I think weren't that the um, the PCC against Spartans, what you've done? Yeah, they lost yeah. the, to Bays. Um, they've lost to Elton, but that's two games now on the spin without a, without a goal. Um so a little bit of worrying times there for Crayford. They've got to um, turn that round because they, like you say, they started the season storming, um, and they'll they'll want to get back to winning ways. So you won't want to be playing them in the next couple of weeks because you probably finally got a point to prove, and uh, they're they're probably going to hit someone very hard. They need to get back to winning ways. They're too good. They're too good for that, and, <laughs> and they're 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 a good bunch of blokes as well, and they won't enjoy losing. Maybe it's all about the beer after, really, for them as they're a group of friends, but. Losing games of football, you don't want to be doing that for too long. So, yeah, uh, good good win for Elton Rovers. Though. It's been a while since we've spoken about them, Gibbs. Uh, a team who we always fancy to to be a top team and, and they're through to um, the next round of the Wynn Jones Memorial Bowl. So they'll be tough with that as well. Yeah, massive win for them uh, and a clean sheet against a very good side. So they, they march on and they've, they've been a bit hit and miss, but I suppose when they get it right, they're a good side. They are. We can't forget about them. Jam awarded um, a walkover against Push Athletic yesterday. Uh, sad for Push Athletic in the Jewish Shield. Uh, Phil won't care, though. Into the next round of the Jewish Shield for them. Uh, and a team uh, in Jam that everyone uh, will want to avoid uh, in that draw. Um, we know what a good team they are. Uh, Kingsford continue their cup pedigree this season with an impressive 5-1 win against Duchess of Kent, albeit Duchess of Kent in the division below Kingsford this season. Uh, the Burt Holloway Trophy uh, is is a good hunting ground for Kingsford Gibbs. And we know, we've said it, um, you don't want to play Kingsford in a cup. It seems to be uh, where their best performances are happening. Uh, and there'll be, a tough, there'll be a tough game for anyone in that cup. Yeah, really good side. And uh, they've put Duchess to the sword. And Duchess have been um, on a, a little uh, good form recently. They're scoring goals, so... Full credit to Kingsford, and uh, they're they're a good young side, but you wouldn't want to play them. <laughs> Definitely not. Uh, is of Kent left to lick their wounds uh, as they go next week. But yeah, good uh, result to Kingsford. They'll want some league wins just just to secure their place in Division One next year. In the leader trophy, uh, Rose and Crown win five three against Sidcup, who on their social media Gibbs said they need to dust this one off and go again. They can't let this one affect them. They they didn't expect to lose. Uh, but Rosencrown perhaps just missing out on results of the week because that is some result. It's a massive result, to be fair. But Rosencrown and Damo have got that in their locker. They, they've yeah, they've had some so. good wins themselves, and that's why it's not a shock. And sometimes if they don't make result of the week, some of these teams, just like we said earlier, it's because it's not a, sh- it's not a shock because we know you've got that in your locker. And yeah. it's more of a, a compliment that you've not been on it. Do you know what I mean? I think so. There's, there's, you know, Rose and Crown, we expect them to be there or thereabouts in their division. They're in the same division as Sid Cup as well, aren't they? In the same division or one above them? One above, I think. So, you know, but Rose and Crown, uh, these are the types of results. They've grown to... No, no, grown... same division. Sorry, I tell a lie. Yeah. It's the same, the same yeah. division. So, but Rose and Crown going for title and Sid Cup going for the title. Um, in that division, I, I just think, um, yeah, a good win for Rosencrown. Unlucky to miss out, but yeah, just just where they've placed themselves in West for these days, Rosencrown winning 
isn't a big surprise. In the Fred Dolly Memorial Trophy, uh, Southeast Athletic Maroon with an eye-catching win. 5-2, they beat the in-form SE69ers. Um, Southeast Athletic Maroon have had a little wobble uh, since Christmas, uh, but this win will get them back on track, Gibbs. A fantastic win against a team in SE69ers who seemingly haven't been able to put a foot wrong since Christmas. Yeah, so it's a massive win, and to hit five past them as well, um, Maroon must have literally been on form and fancy it yesterday because obviously the Niners would have been up for it coming off the back of um, beating New Park last week. So that's 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 um, a massive win. Very massive. Big, very big win. Well done to Southeast Athletic Maroon. Uh, good enough to make it onto Gibbs Pole yesterday. Uh, Fred Jolly <laughs> Memorial, Southwark Dynamo's beaten 4-2 to Old Ford. By Ford by Old Fortronians, Old Fortronians getting over the line against Southwark Dynamos, who have struggled at times this season. Uh, Old Fortronians with the win. That's them into the next round of the Fred Jolly Memorial. Well done, gents. Uh, and in the Alliance Cup, last but not least, Tudor Sports Rangers winning 5 1 against an understrength uh, Fleet Down United, it turns out. Yesterday, reading the socials, Fleet Down saying they were bare bones yesterday. Uh, but it seems that Tudor Sports got a professional job done. Yeah, um, they've they've put them to the sword. Uh, Fleet down. I know they've suffered with a lot of injuries. Um, so for them to even get a team out is a uh, is a is a is a win for them. So they're um they're doing they're doing well. Um, and we want to see them obviously back and get them back out there again. Yeah, absolutely. A good team last season. It hasn't quite happened from this year. Uh, after taking quite a big jump, it has to be said. Uh, but hopefully. Uh, they keep going and, and we'll see a competitive uh, fleet down again out of the um, Alliance Cup uh, for this year. Gibbs, that's all the results uh, for yesterday. I'll speak to you on the other side for all of the uh, games of the week and the predictions for the 19th of February. Cheers, mate. Next up on the podcast is the OBDSFL. And our usual guru, our oracle of all things OBDSFL, Jamie Nimmo. Jamie, how are you doing? Um, yeah, that's yeah. I don't know about that introduction, but I'll, I've been called washed. Um, uh, but I'm all right. I'm surviving yeah. another week. We live to tell the tale of another battles of our battles of OBDSFL. Um, games. Let's start with our with the results in the senior division, and we'll talk about our individual games in the league this weekend. Uh, Bickley winning one nil against Pace Setters uh, Elmstead uh, this weekend. Jamie, that's a great win for Bickley. We've sort of written them off um, this season, and I think we decided that they weren't going to be involved. But wins like this just remind us uh, that on their day, Bickley uh, are a good side, and it looks like they had. A full um a full squad yesterday, uh, a full bench. Uh, good to see Selk 11's Joe Plant back playing football again after a broken ankle has kept him out of playing football for such a long time. Uh, but Bickley now, if they're going to be full strength for the rest of the season, you wouldn't want to bet. You wouldn't want to bet against them. No, it's good to see um they're getting the numbers and like you say, good to see Joe back playing. Um, but that would have been a, t- a tough game yesterday. Instead, they've been flying, haven't they? So yeah. Um. Yeah, it's nice to see one of the old guards putting up a fight, if you like. Um, but if they can keep those numbers uh, week in, week out, then yeah, they've got every chance of having quite a good season. Absolutely. Well done, gents. Uh, just the breaks put on 
uh, Elmstead's good form uh, of late. And as we say, surprise package, probably, uh, it's fair to say, in the senior division this season. So Bickley uh, with a great win. Well done, lads. Um, surprising result this way, this one. Kenningwell lose 3-0 uh, to Sports King All-Stars um, after a very heavy defeat. Last week, Kenningwell conceded three again against newly promoted Sports King All-Stars. Um, and things don't seem right at Kenningwell at the moment. They can't be um, going by results. No. It's just not, it's just not them, is it? Um, no. We thought with, with Junior and Charles, it might be a bit of a resurgence, but it's, there's been, if anything, it's got worse. Yeah. So, yeah, clearly a lot of stuff to be addressed there. So never nice to see um one of the the, the team like Kenningwell kinda of suffer or say suffering, but um on the end of these kind of results. So hopefully it can be addressed and, and yeah and turned around soon. But at the minute I think everyone will want to play them. Yeah, and Sports King definitely enjoyed their day. Three nil to them. Uh wins uh, they've had them this season, Sports King. It's not been it's been a stop-start year for them, so they'll be looking to build momentum on the back of this. For them, it's a it's a monumental win against one of the names in the OBDSFL. It's still, it has to be said, Kenningwell, uh, and everyone will have their best teams against Kenningwell. Uh, but Sports King getting the job done, uh, well done to Tony and all the lads uh, at Sports King on a very good day. Uh, in the Prem Division, Blendon 6, uh, Beckenham Rovers 3. Beckenham Rovers continue um, this Bad streak of results. Blendon pleased to get a game played in, in the league. Uh, but 6-3 to Blendon, a uh, very good win for them. Uh, as, yeah, Beckenham kind of just stuttering, suffering a little bit as well. Um, we did say we'll keep trying to keep them off the radar, didn't we, in case we've cost them. But yeah. um, Blendon's always going to be a tough game for anybody and, yeah, a lot of goals as well. So must have been an entertaining one, but unfortunately for the Beckenham boys on the wrong end there. Mm. Uh, but yeah, Blendon have a season to 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 start in the league now, and that's that that won't hurt them at all. Uh, Beckenham Rovers having a tough year. Uh, LSE Giants win two one against Groundhoppers, uh, and I'm unsurprised to see that Groundhoppers have been hit and miss this season. LSE in terms of results uh, have been a bit hit and miss too, but seeing firsthand, uh, I'm not surprised by this. LSE um, a great outfit. Two uh, one they win against a good ground hoppers side uh, is a good is a good day for the LSE boys. Well done, gents. Uh, and West Wickham are back. 8-1, they win against MSL. Um, it seems MSL are struggling this year. They're not the same team last year we saw go unbeaten for long periods. West Wickham, Jamie, they've woken up uh, and just reminded us that they are still a side. 8-1 is a fantastic result. That's three big ones on the bounce now, isn't it? So, mm. yeah, it's, it's obviously not just a foot result. No, um, the, there's they've got something about them again, and um, yeah, that's I know there's a long way to go, but sitting on top of the table at the minute, so wouldn't have predicted that a few weeks ago. Absolutely so, not. Yeah, a strong West Wickham just makes the Prem Division all that better. The Prem Division is uh, has gone loopy uh, the last couple of weeks. Hacienda were up there, then they found themselves in sixth. The top six in this division: West Wickham, PSG, Blendon, LSC, Groundhoppers, and Hacienda. Uh, and there's only there's only five points separating top and eighth, uh, and most of the teams apart from Blendon have all played five games, and PSG. So PSG and Blendon would catch, catch up their games. They could sneak a bit of a lead, but that is absolutely crazy to see how that table uh, is going. 
Um, that'll be an interesting one for the rest of the season. Into Division One, uh, and it looks like a full program of games in Division One this week. Uh, KS Mentivation seen off three-one by Top Boys, uh, Long Lane. Uh, textbook win. It uh, it feels for uh, Long Lane that Jamie. They're not being made to work too hard by many teams at the moment. No, they've not been forced through the gears, have they? No. Um, but I think it will come eventually when when the, these kind of games get down to the nitty gritty and there's top two, top three all playing each other, um, which will be ones to look forward to. But yeah, they're kind of an autopilot at the minute and just keep picking up those results. They do. Um, a title hopers, uh, Bexley United and Sydenham Sports uh, played each other too. Bexley United with a 3-0 win, topping off. Uh, a win midweek against Royal Southwark. Uh, Bexley have a great week. 3-0 winners against Sydenham Sports. Sydenham gone off the boil now, perhaps leaving it far too late or leaving uh, leaving it too late to have a title run as I had predicted them to. Uh, and the Bexley boys reminded me of that uh, on Tuesday night last week, mm-hmm. which, I, which I thanked them for. But they're in a good place, Bexley United, at the moment. They're grinding results out. This looks like a handsome win uh, against Sydenham Sports. Not many teams beat them 3-0. Um, Bex United, clearly, uh, are going to have a good season. Yeah, they're going very well. And obviously, they're still in the Cup. Hopefully not after this week, but we'll see. Um, so, yeah, they've done a great job. They rebuilt at the end of last year, didn't they? And they ended really well, and they've just kept it going all through this year. Um, and, yeah, I, I don't think many people would have saw a 3 win against Sydney coming their way, despite how good they've been. So, yeah, they'll enjoy that one. Yeah, a brilliant win uh, for Dean and Arge uh, and the lads at, at Bex United. I must say, a different, different outfit now to the ones we've we've become accustomed to seeing. Uh, the performance against Royal Southwark in the week, a second half performance. It could have been, could have been ten. Really, the result was closer uh, than that, but um, they missed chances. But they clearly uh, have have put that right against Sydney uh, this weekend. Uh, a three 0 win. Uh, we have to uh, applaud them for that. My game this weekend in Division 1, Hayden Youth uh, against Club Langley. 1-0 to Hayden Youth. Uh, the result ended. Um, games of, of chances at either end, Club Langley squandering uh, and Hayden Youth squandering chances. In terms of um, a boxing match, chances on, on goal, it was pretty equal. Uh, one contentious decision. Uh, Hayden Youth swearing blind. The ball was over the line. I couldn't, I couldn't see a melee. Uh, at the back post from a corner, uh, the goalkeeper for me clawed it out. I dis- I I waved it off. I said no goal. Let's play. Um, the Hayden Youth boys took it on the chin and and got back to playing football. 87, 88 minute goal. The the winner, uh, a well slotted finish from the uh, from the right side of the box, hit across the goalkeeper uh, into the bottom corner. Um, as I say, an equal game, but a fantastic team. It's, it is refreshing to referee two teams. Um, that just wanted to play football. There was no, there was no moaning, no groaning, uh, not out of the ordinary. Um, I must say, I enjoyed it, and it was nice to see some some faces from Hayden and, and Club Langley. Um, a good, a good game, uh, a, a well contested game. I even said to Dave Muller uh, when sending the team report, it was a pleasure. So thank you both teams um, for an excellent game. Uh, Hayden, you've getting the win one nil. Uh, the other game in division, the other games in division one, Lesser winning two, we're losing two one against the resurgent uh, Lucian Islamic Centre, having the season uh, of their lives, introducing themselves to the OBDSFL now. Uh, a great win, boys. Uh, LSU Lions seeing off a hapless 
Blase Ballers. These two teams were battling it out at the top of Division 2 last season. Um, Blase, Jamie, just don't seem the same team that we've seen uh, in their maiden year in the OBDSFL. No, no idea what's happened there. Um, they were good, technical, tidy side when we played them last year. Unlucky, obviously, not to win the league just by a technicality somewhere else. Mm. And, and yeah, ever since then, it's just it's gone really downhill pretty fast for them. So, um, yeah, I'm not really sure what's going on, but it's clearly there's, there's something changed. Because there's no way you would just completely uh, your form would turn around as as much as it has. So yeah, it's a it's a shame you see, but at the end of the day, Sunday league football on it. Yeah, and uh, LSU won't care. Uh, again, uh, a win for them, and just reminding us on their day what a good little side uh, they can be. They'll be looking to make a make uh, waves in Division One this year. Uh, and Royal Southwark finally win. They take they took on Basement Boys Southwest, um, a five two sub Royal Southwark win. Uh, dusting off the defeat to uh, Bexley United during the week where they didn't really turn up in the second half. A uh, good first half of the World Southwark boys against Bexley. Uh, they didn't see it, see the game out in the second half and got punished. Uh, 5-2 this this week would suggest they were a little bit more comfortable. Um, but Southwest playing their games with honour. Um, and But Royal Southwark will take the three points all day. Much needed for them. Uh, in Division 2 this week... Uh, Gislast lose 3-0 to Crayford Arrows. Crayford Arrows dusting themselves off after cup defeat against Manorwood last weekend on penalties uh, to bounce back against, it has to be said, completely unpredictable Gislast side. But 3-0 nonetheless, Jamie, um, a good win for Crayford Arrows and they're looking like they'd be amongst it at the end of the season. Yeah, keep getting results, don't they? Um, obviously, uh, they'll be disappointed but last week in at the cup, but I think they're five for five in the league at the minute. So, mm. um, yeah, can't he can't get much better than that? So they, no. I know double headers are going to start coming in it soon. So, um, yeah, we'll see how that affects them. But at the minute, they couldn't ask for much more. No, I'm going to do the results uh, out of the FA full time order so we can speak about your game last, Jamie Hayden Youth Reserves. Their tough season continues. A two nil loss to Alpington uh, this week. Um, all but. Too easy to predict um, Hayden Youth Reserves losses at the minute. It is, but again, they're, they're not getting tonked again. Like it's, it's close games with everybody. Yeah. Um, they're not as as far off every other team as what the league table might suggest. Um, so yeah, you just kind of got to hope that they, they do eventually get a result too, and I'm sure it will come their way. Um, they they had a really good win in the cup against a team I can't remember higher up. Um, so they've got that capability. So they just need to keep plugging away and, and I'm sure something will come their way. True. Uh, Manorwood went lose 3-1 uh, to Broccoli in uh, familiar surroundings to both teams down at Footscray Rugby Club. Broccoli's good season continues. 3-1 win. That's back-to-back wins for Broccoli, uh, beating the Mariners last week and Manorwood this week. Um, they'll be pleased. Uh, with that return uh, in February so far. And the last game in Division 2, uh, Greenwich Mariners taking on uh, an, a promotion chasing Ellis Athletic, it has to be said. 5-2, uh, the result, Jamie. Um, you've been pleased with performances in the on the whole uh, from the Mariners boys, despite results not potentially going your way uh, of recent weeks. Did the, Was the performance there this week? Um, I mean, part of it. I'd probably say. I mean, we were well short on Sunday morning, and to be honest, the end result is probably about what I was expecting. Um, but 
what we did, we, we knocked the ball about as well as they did, kind of back to middle, middle to front, but they carried the greater threat for pretty much the whole game. Um, we completely patched up team, not making excuses or anything, but I mean, I'm in the middle of a back three guy that's played in goals for the first time in his life and so a couple of mistakes obviously um crept in which they capitalized on mm. um and they were they raced into a three 0 lead um at half time. Um and we kinda we had what, a couple of half chances, um nothing more than that in the first half. And then they may as well just kinda swap it about and change it a little bit. And we managed to get back to three two early in the second half. But even then it just didn't I just but I knew like we were down to the bare bones. We didn't have enough to then go and push on and maybe freshen up and try and get a third and then maybe even a fourth. So um we were kinda hanging on, I suppose, without them really threatening too much. The the, the lad who had in goals didn't have too much to do. Mm. Um but then they got the fourth and the fifth kinda just tight margins, couple of tight offsides which the the boy did well to keep himself on and uh, and yeah they've, they've got the extra couple of goals and then we were lucky they have 11 at the end there with a, quite a bad tackle that I mean it should have been a red referee maybe felt a bit sorry for us and gave a yellow so um, means we've got an extra player for next week thankfully but hoping to have people back but uh, yeah they, they're a good side but for the tough running games Westerham away Broccoli away and then at home to Ellis so uh, as far as runs go this season it's, that's not the easiest no. um, and it, it's always going to be difficult for us to pick up um, points I felt we deserved something at the game last week um, probably didn't really deserve much at the game yesterday um, but we we tried to keep playing the football, which was commendable, and yeah, but that's the thing that I'll keep focusing on, and yeah, getting into training this week, and then they get obviously the cup game next Sunday. So we just got to dust ourselves down and take on the chin like we will, and move on. Really, that's the way, mate. Into Division Four, uh, Broccoli Reserves lose four one against Wickham Athletic. A good win for the Wickham boys. One nil. Uh, winners were Deptford taking on SE Lions. A good win for Deptford. Well done, gents. In a real crunch tie uh, in Division 4, FC United of Bromley seemed to have the better uh, of Phoenix Sports 4 this season. And they got four against the Phoenix boys. 4-1, the FC United of Bromley boys win. Um, that Division 4 title is looking like a brilliant, brilliant run-in between them and East Wickham Wanderers. East Wickham Wanderers, getting an 8-2 win against LSU Lions Reserves. You'd 8-2 be LSU Lions Reserves uh, yesterday on Sunday. East Wickham even tagging us uh, in it with a cheeky uh, arrogance that you have to take of a team uh, in great form, Jamie. And, and the FC United of Bromley and East Wickham Wanderers, what a running it is going to be between them two. Yeah, I'm going to need to look up and see when their games are. and just, we just got to cross our fingers that it's not a double banker. Because, um, yeah, they'll be two blockbuster games I think but um, yeah I saw Phoenix tweeting out they're looking for some players so obviously maybe they need an extra bit of firepower I think that third spot's open in theirs if they can um, get back to some sort of form but at the minute it looks like the other two are just going to be full steam ahead running away with it yeah uh, what a great running that's going to be the last game in Div 4 SMTA have been in decent form Uh, they lost 4-2 against South London Spartans, who are beginning now to find their feet uh, after promotion from Div 5 last season. Well done uh, to the Spartans. Uh, in Division 5, Bexley Athletic win 4-3 against Ben Hurst United. Uh, I saw the, the guys yesterday 
uh, at Hall Place uh, and just finishing it well, as I was walking back to the clubhouse. So a good win for Bexley Athletic, who have um, well and truly uh, established themselves as one of the top sides in Division 5. They're having a very good year uh, this year. They'll be uh, enjoying that. Ben Hurst's form uh, has gone the shape of a pear and fallen off a cliff. Um, this year. So it's a tough year for Ben Astor Head by the looks of it. El- Elmstead Reserves win 7-0 against Western Wolves, who've had some big wins themselves this season. Uh, so that's a fantastic result for Elmstead Reserves, but enough to make it on to uh, the results of the week this week, Jamie. And I, I think absolutely have to say um, probably one of the standout, well, the standout result. I'd have, I'd have um, voted for that one if I, if I had a burner account to cheat on our polls. <laughs> yeah, I, I did vote for it on uh, both <laughs> both accounts actually, um, both the club and my own one. But yeah, at first I thought it had been uh, the result had been texted in the wrong way round. Um, no disrespect to Elmstead Reserves, but Westerham have been scoring heavily in the last couple of weeks, mm. um, and I thought they'd just kind of racked up another one. But uh, that's an excellent result. We have definitely for me. Um, scoreline of the day, maybe not result of the day, but it's definitely scoreline of the day. Agreed. Yeah, we've got some brilliant cup results coming up, actually. So perhaps you're right. But yeah, 7-0 Elmstead Reserves. Uh, <clears throat> standout result for them for the season so far. Well done, chaps. Green Street Green back into their stride in the fifth division. Um, a 5-0 win against um, the Bromley Athletic lads uh, and Green Street Green looking uh, to stop this uh, this wobble that they've had. It, it seems to be that that's arrested their momentum now. Uh, will be full steam ahead for the rest of the season. Well done. Green Street Green, Kingsdale with a 7-1 win uh, against struggling Alpington Reserves. Uh, Kingsdale will do that to someone. It seems they've been, seem fr- to be threatening to do this, Jamie, with some some of the results they've had this season, Kingsdale. Uh, we've seen Alpington Reserves uh, second from bottom in the division, only only um, better than Hayes and Pickhurst Reserves, who seem to be making noises that they folded. Uh, so, Alpington Reserves find themselves bottom of the uh, Division 5 table now. Um, Kingsdale, yeah, these are the results that just keep us uh, guessing, I think, Jamie, it's fair to say. Yeah, I mean, we would do this every week when we go through the the, uh, the fixtures and we think, yeah, Kingsdale could probably pick up a result there or whether it's a cup game against a team higher up or they're playing maybe like Pitchwood or Green Street Green, for example, where we've backed up and get results. Yeah. And they just seem to kind of flatter to deceive a little bit. So that's a bit more like what we would come to expect. But it wouldn't surprise me if they go and follow up with something stupid next week. So, so consistency has always been the thing for Kingsdale, I think. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and, and a team that have been consistent this season, but poor uh, result for them yesterday. Petswood Roadrunners went to Shortland Spitfires yesterday. Uh, and we were full of, uh, full, we've been full of praise for Petswood Roadrunners this season. Um, they lose three 0 to Shortland Spitfires. We've had some good wins themselves in cup competitions against the likes of Ministry of Ball, etc. Um, Petswood Roadrunners will be gutted to lose this game yesterday, uh, but Shortland Spitfires just reminding us uh, that they are a decent side. A good win. Great result. Really yeah. good win, and obviously not good for Petswood. The fact that Green Street Green won. Um, and obviously a missed opportunity then for Western Wolves. So that Division 3 title kind of shaping up a little bit nicely now. Yeah, Division 5. Let's have a quick look at, at Division uh, 5 table just to, uh, yeah, Petswood Roadrunner still top, but they've played a lot of football uh, more than, than other teams. Elmstead Reserves up there. Just one defeat for them, five wins uh, and a defeat for them out of six. So they'll have a say in the title. Uh, Western Wolves have played nine games. Uh, Shortness Spitfire 7. So it's looking uh, 
like the, uh, you'd have to say Green Street Green, Shortland Spitfires, potentially Elmstead Reserves are going to catch up with Petswood. Perhaps the games played is going to uh, will be the thing that hampers Petswood Roadrunners a little bit, maybe. Who knows? Uh, the rest of the fi- the rest of the results are cup f- cup results for the OBDSFL team. So let's have a look through in a President's Charity Cup. Farnborough get past uh, DC Football five three. A good account of themselves made by the Division Two side against the Prem the Prem boys. Farnborough five three made to work for it, uh, and I'm guessing they'll feel uh, pretty pretty glad to get through that um, fixture yesterday. Well done to Vince and the lads yesterday. Um, a standout result in the President's Charity Cup yesterday. Um, Hatcham from the Senior Division uh, took on Woosh United. Uh, Woosh. One seven six on penalties after a nil nil draw, Jamie. Um, I don't know what to say about this. This is the the big cup, isn't it, with the OBDSFL? So these two teams walk together uh, through that. Whoosh nil nil against Hatchin in itself is a great result. Um, six five on pens. We whilst we worry about what's going on at Hatchin, they're having a torrid season in the senior division. You can only congratulate Whoosh on a massive, massive win against. You know, we've been talking about the old guard in in over DSFL. It seems that the teams, yep, yeah, they seem to be losing their sort of powers at the minute, and and we're seeing a new a new team, new set of teams coming through. Hatcham definitely that in the over DSFL this year, but Woosh, uh, I mean, I'm running out of things to say. I can't. It's such a good result for them. It's excellent, and they should be extremely proud of themselves. Um, doesn't matter that you know Hatcham aren't what they once were especially last season, that they're still carrying the na- that name and wearing that badge on their shirt. Uh, and for a team in Division Three to, you know, keep, first of all, keep a clean sheet against them. Yeah. And I'm sure I'm sure Bush would have had their moments in the game as well to win it in, in uh, the 90 minutes. And then to have the uh, the kind of the nerve and the bottle to, to go and win 7-6 on penalties is, is excellent. They've obviously, they dumped Western at a cup, it might have been the same cup actually earlier. Um, so they've got previous, and we did think, you know, they they had a puncher's chance, and they've just shown that that they've taken it basically. Um, so yeah, I, I don't think anyone will relish playing them in the next round. That's for sure. Definitely not. And Woosh go into a big cup fixture next week, a Vic Farrow Cup game against um, Wilgar. Uh, I know because I'm refereeing it, so that's going to be a fantastic fixture, and, and no better result uh, for Woosh to beat. Um, a, a senior side to go into that tough fixture, undoubtedly going to be a battle against Wilgar. So, whoosh, going into that one full of beans. Well done, gents. Uh, the day belongs to you yesterday. Uh, Paul Picard action saw uh, Lambeth All-Stars lose 3-0 against PSG. They're not the same team they once were, uh, Lambeth All-Stars, but still, no no one gave PSG a chance. I, I think justify, justifiably. Did you, did you back them to win? Yeah. Yeah, we got a bit of stick from someone at PSG yesterday, but I... no, no, no. They just said that I was obviously really clever and picked them to win. That's true. But Lambeth not not at the races this season. Um PSG 3-0, just showing that momentum and winning and, and playing good football and getting results uh counts for so much in Sunday League football. Really, divisions go out of the go out of the uh, equation when a team like PSG have been playing and playing regularly and winning reg- regularly. I think it's the same for the yeah Bush and PSG coming up against teams who have been a bit stop starting the season. And um, the guys have been playing regularly and playing well, and it just shows that 
yeah, you, you can't have an off day really. Um, and they've both got extremely good results, but well earned as well. Yeah, very well, very well earned. Well done, PSG, uh, Tommy and all the lads there. Uh, it's a good club. In the sudden, in the Surrey, uh, Prem County Cup, Spartans crash out three nil. Uh, against the wall. The wall beat them in that competition last season, 2 0. Uh, I ref that game, and then the wall were an OBDSFL team, and Spartans were a quarter municipal team. Uh, the wall appear to have their number, 3 0. A comfortable win for the Super League boys. In the London Sunday Junior Cup, Wilgar crash out against Southern Sunday's um, superstars, the Sellhurst boys, um, Sellhurst and County Cups go hand in hand. That's a tough day. Uh, for Wilgar, but as I said, their reward uh, for that tough one against Sellhurst is a game against Woosh next weekend. They'll be raring to go. I look forward to that one. In the Kent Sunday Junior Cup, uh, Glebe win 4-3 against Phoenix Sports 3. The celebration's at 3-1. Um, the Glebe Manor account says Jamie spurred them on. The game wasn't won by Phoenix at 3-1, uh, and it seemed um, the, the into the AC Milan-Liverpool uh, in Istanbul thing uh, was a was it was was a power play for Man- Glebe Manor. They've taken that those chance and turned it into a win. You can't write Glebe off ever, and you can't celebrate until the the final whistle. No, they're they're a good team, and they'll they'll go for the full ninety minutes. We, team should know that. I did see the message, and I, I couldn't remember who it was they were playing. They had been up against them, and I, I saw that obviously the reference they had a similar incident with LSU earlier in the season. So, yeah, it's yeah, it's not over until the fact that he sings, as they say. So, um, the Phoenix boys will be disappointed because that would have been a great scout for them, but yeah, just quality comes through in the end, doesn't it? Seems to well done to John and the lads, they'll be looking, uh, to get they'll be pleased with the cut run, but it's just extending their league, uh. Their league break um, each time they win a county cup game. I'm sure they won't care about that. Uh, in the Sunday Junior Cup of Kent, uh, Westrom crash out. They lose 2-0 to Eastern Athletic. Perhaps bigger fish, fish to fry for Westrom with their OBDSFL season, uh, league season going so well. Maybe uh, they won't be too bothered. Although if you get to this stage of a county cup, uh, you want to get all, get all the way to the final. I'm sure they will be disappointed, but Eastern Athletic get the win. Uh, and Vinters welcomed the Warren, uh, the Warren having a day trip uh, on a on a coach down to uh, the Maidstone area where Vinters play, uh, and the Warren getting a two one win, a good win for uh, the Warren. A mixed bag of results for over DSFL teams, Jamie. But um, as I said, uh, if you're reaching these stages of the cups now, you you're you're probably looking at Maidstone uh, as your final destination. Yeah, um, we started to be having one eye on it, obviously, seeing what the other results are from elsewhere in the draw and seeing who's left and sizing up their chances. So, yeah, I got a good away trip. Um, always nice to win away in the Cup, but not sure what I forgot quarter-final or, or semi-final stages yet. Um, but it's good to see some of the teams that are still in there for the OBDSFL. Yeah, well done to uh, Glebe and, and the Warren. Uh, for flying the flag uh, in the in the county cups this week, uh, Jamie. I'll see you on the other side for our games of the week and the predictions. Go. Cool. So next up on the podcast is the quarter municipal section. After missing out last week due to uh, an admin error myself, we definitely recorded last week. Well, I must say. Um, without sort of bigging ourselves, that was 
without picking ourselves up too much, that was the best section we actually recorded ever last week. Yeah, I do. I think so. <laughs> and we're not just saying it because no one no, can hear no, it. Not just saying it. Not just saying it. It was a good <laughs> section. So uh, a real shame for that to go to waste. But um, I won't make the same mistake this weekend or this week. Uh, games regarding games that happened on the 12th of February or yesterday at the time of recording. Straight in then, Rog, uh, to yeah. Michael Donovan Prem Division. And one massive result uh, mm. for uh, for us. Fans of Addiscombe Casuals, 4-3, they win against Bosjam. Bosjam's form dipping is is, yep. is a polite way of putting it. Uh, but mm-hmm. Addiscombe Casuals said it would be boring if they started their season uh, in, se- in September. They, they started it in January. Um, yep. And looking every bit, um, the title contenders already. They're on a roll. Absolutely, they're on a roll. Um, I fully expect them to go on one of them, another fantastic run like they did last season. Um, yeah. They are not a team you'd want to face at the moment now. Um, I think they've got the, they've, they've, they've got the towers in their legs. They are, and I, yeah, I think I think they I think they've set their sights on a title now. Absolutely, definitely. It's only really Spartans that are looking uh, to catch up with games in hand and who would go above Addiscombe Casuals. But the boys have absolutely turned it around. Bosjam going the other way. Um, we've seen, we'll see J, uh, Quid and JFC out of the County Cup now. They lost, but we'll get to that later. Um, they may come back to the Quid Municipal with their towels between their legs and, and feeling sorry for themselves. So we'll see the response to those challenging Addiscombe Casuals at the top of the Michael Donovan Premier Division. But what a turnaround for the boys. Well done, indeed. Uh, a crap start, you got to say. We can say it ha- ha- oh. openly now. A terrible start, but... Terrible. They found some resolve. They found some players. They found some team spirit. Uh, and yeah, as you said, if anything is, if if their season goes like last season, you wouldn't want to play them now. Absolutely not. Well done to the chaps at Casuals. Uh, Cobbs lose 6-2 uh, to London Warriors. A much needed London mm. Warriors win after two losses uh, on the bounce to Addiscombe Casuals. Uh, they would have um, welcomed the three points uh, for their season. Well done to London Warriors. Cobb's season goes uh, to continue to struggle, Rog. That's them bottom of the league. Uh, five points adrift yeah. uh, in the Michael Donovan Premier. It's, it, it, we did question at the beginning of the season whether this was a push too soon for Cobbs into the Prem Division. And yep. I think it's been proved that it probably was. Yeah, it's yeah, it's unfortunate for them. Um, they do have a couple of good players, but they they are an aging team. Uh, I, I don't think they'll mind me saying that they are they are an aging team, and yeah, I think it's a step too far, um, which is unfortunate for them. Um, but yeah, I mean, take nothing away from London Warriors. That's a that's a that's a fantastic win, and and that, that they've needed that. They've 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 not been they've not been at their best this season. Um, they've had a couple of good results, but on a whole, they've they've been a bit disappointing. Um, so I'm hoping that that can sort of bring them an upturning fortunes now. Yeah, absolutely. Good win for London Warriors. A win is a win. Uh, in Division One, Kaizen against Woodside, undoubtedly, well, two games of the day in, in Division mm-hmm. One. Uh, Kaizen losing four three to Woodside in form, banging form one or at half time, uh, and Woodside winning the second half three uh, yeah. two. What a game! Yeah, I, the the Kaiser manager said that they was I think they was they was three two up in the not in the sort of late late very late very very late on in the game and oh dear they play they got a sin bin I think it was a right back or left back got sin binned and and Woodside capitalised and and scored two goals and two goals at the, at the death and won the game so 
Yeah, it sounds like a cracking game of football, as you'd expect from from two two good sides. Woodside uh, are very much on the up now, um, and you wouldn't bet against them continuing this on to the end of the season now. Um, just, just for the predictions, you got three points for that one yesterday. You had four free Woodside. I did, I did. See, I called it right. I, I tell you what, that's the Simbin. That's the Simbin <laughs> proving it's. That's the Simbin proving it's worth though for um. That's why, for Alan, that's, why the ref, that's why the ref turned up a little bit late to their game. He was he had to make a detour and, and see me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see, I see. You slipped him twenty quid. You said you you could earn yourself. Six seventy quid today if you just do a sim bin for uh, against yeah. <laughs> exactly. Woodside. There you go. Oh, I see. Here we go. It's all coming all right. out. Uh, no, but yeah, fantastic result. Absolutely fantastic result for Woodside. That puts them now top of the tree in Division One. Although they played a, a couple of games more than those around them, but they are top of the tree. Um, and 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 they they are now from going from the hunted to, to from the hunt, hunters to the hunted. So um. Yeah, it's it's a good place to be for Woodside. They're in f- f- fine form. Um, yeah, but there's some really cracking games of football coming up in Division 1. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't want to bet who's going to win that elbow uh, of put themselves amongst it after a 4-1 defeat of um, Santola. Santola's form just slipping now, uh, looking much more beatable week in mm-hmm. uh, and week out. 4-1 elbow win. You, 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 they will be in and amongst it now for... Uh, promotion in Division One. Uh, a sad sight after winning Division Three last season. Surrey Park Rangers giving Dynamo Duppers uh, their first points, their first win um, of the season, should I say? Uh, Dynamo Duppers getting a, a win that takes them off the bot, the bottom of the table um, at the expense of a walkover. Not the way Dynamo Duppers would have wanted to win three points, but nonetheless, three points on their on their tally, uh, their first win of the season. Surrey Park Rangers really struggling this season, much. Yes, yeah, I, I, I do know they were struggling for players this week because um, the manager, I know the manager was going to try and hopefully get the fixture rearranged, but um, with, 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 the, with the backlog we've had and, and the weeks we've, we've had no fixtures, I, I, I think it just obviously became impossible for, for Russell to be able to move fixtures around, so um, it's unfortunate for them. Um, Dynamo Duppers won't care. They'll take the three yeah. points. They needed the three points. Yeah. Um, but yes, it's, it's disappointing for Surrey Park Rangers. Very disappointing. Um, hopefully that doesn't end their season prematurely, and they can and they can get some players or get some bodies back into the playing squad because they were uh, a real sort of bright light in the, in the Quarter Municipal last season. We want to see them back to full strength uh, in Division Two. Uh, this mad division. Um, Croydon United and South London Royals played a double banker uh, and drew, and those games ended 2-1, uh, both games to South London mm. Royals. Uh, sadly, Silk, uh, our Silk team member, Amari, seems to have uh, aggravated an old knee injury. Uh, it sounds like he's going to be out for the rest of the season, which is very, very disappointing for him. Uh, as his footballing career just sort of got back after he had a, a bad injury before, uh, mm-hmm. and his refereeing career as well seems to be um, seems to have been halted for for this season at least. Um, yeah. But Amari making all the the, the sounds that uh, his his playing career could be ended by this injury, which is pretty pretty sad actually. The amount of banter we throw his way, but uh, yeah. it's, it's pretty shit. And I feel sorry for the bloke. I know he's he's yeah. feeling a bit shit at the moment, so we send all of our faults. Uh, to Amari and hopefully his injury 
um, clears up sooner rather than later. Yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, wish you all the best, Amari. I know John was on the phone uh, not long ago saying he was delighted that Amari's injured. That means he can put a, a goal scorer on the field now. <laughs> I'm only joking, Amari. Hopefully, hopefully it's not the end of your playing career and we see you back on the pitch um, very soon. Hopefully not the end. Maybe returning from the injury and getting back to fitness uh is the is the first is the first thing and then the playing career can come after that. Um Absolutely. two wins for South London Union against KFC. Not quite as uh, big a margin as we expected from the two games. A four one win perhaps uh in uh, perhaps the interesting one. A one nil win in the second game for South London mm-hmm. Union. Uh but really the six points is all that really mattered with South London Royals getting six against Croydon United. Uh, so yeah. a good day uh, for the South London teams uh, in Division 2. Also, another double banker, Fulton Eve Rangers uh, played Sandersted. They won both of their games, uh, one by 3-0 uh, and one by 2-0. So a really good day for Fulton Eve Rangers. That will put them uh, back amongst the uh, top teams in Division 2. And we'll look at the table in a minute. Um, yeah. the, the next game, FC 25-2, Gold coaching seconds two. Uh, this was one of our uh, games of the week last week, and no one predicted a draw for this one. When you think about it, it could easily have been a draw, but no one, no one got this one. So no points scored on that game this week. But yeah, probably both teams taking a point uh, happily at the end of the day. FC twenty five been in good form, but so have gold coaching massively improved. So a point is is well earned. Yes, yeah, I, I think I predicted 20, 20, 20 FC twenty five to lose that one because um, history tells us when they win a the game, they're losing the game. Yeah. The game week, so yeah, to 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 not to not not head that way is, is a bonus for twenty five. Um, yeah, and yeah, like, like you already said, goal coaching their 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 form this season has improved dramatically. Um, the Whipping Boys last last season, um, this season, them and their first team have, have really sort of really really kicked on and pushed on. Absolutely. Uh, last game in Division 2 was Pearly Saint-Germain against Huxley Guards, and that was 5-all. No goalkeepers in that one, apparently, Rog. Uh, no, no, apparently not. <laughs> or rush goal is at very at very yeah. least. Uh, but 5-all, uh, one hell of a game uh, between uh, two teams. We expect to be finishing around mid-table now, it looks like, in Division 2. Uh, and Senior Cup fixture, potential banana skin avoided. Uh, for Spartans from the Prem. Uh, they win 4-2 against Gold Coaching and Gold Coaching had seen off some of these players in Sandersted shirts uh, in cup competitions before. Um, but yep. this is a different Spartans this season, Rod, uh, and they did get the job done. Yeah, fully. I mean, I, f- I fully expected Spartans to win the game. Um, I mean, I mean we, we, we've seen in previous seasons that Gold Coaching have got, got it about them to, to get results against against opposition but yeah I mean the form that Spartans have been in this season you know even without the manager on the sideline you know I expected it I expected a, a textbook victory and, and, and they and they done that um, goal coach need to get back back to, to focusing on their league form because they've dropped off a little bit same with Santola um, if they want to sort of hang on the coattails of, of Woodside and, and now a resurgent elbow they, they need to get back to, to, to winning ways and they need to get back quickly before we go to um, the County Cup result for Croydon and JFC, just having a look at this Division 2 table now, uh, and it's completely uh, turned itself on its head. London, uh, South London Royals still top uh, with 27 mm. points. 
Uh, South London Union, one place behind and a game less, one played, one game less played. Uh, they're two points behind. So it's actually in South London Union hands at the moment. As a result of that double banker win for Fulton East Rangers, they find themselves in third, which would probably be good enough um, for a promotion, you would have thought. They've they've turned that around. Their topsy-turvy season um, probably needs to stabilise a little bit. Um, yep. they'll, if they can win the majority of their games now, they could still have a say, certainly in the in the title. If they're yet to play South London Royals and South London Union, they could certainly upset uh, one of those two teams. Addiscombe Casuals starting to um, get caught up in, in games and they're dropping down the table. So they played a few more than everyone else. And as these games have been caught up, we've just seen them drop off. But again, if they win their game in hand, they'll go above 14 Rangers. So that fight for third place is going to be interesting for the rest of the season as well. Yeah, those double those double double bankers uh, on the weekend have really sort of made the table take shape now, and um, yeah, you know, it, it all but appears to be now two horse race between Royals and Union. Um, that's going to go right down to the wire as as the battle for third third and fourth place as well. You know, you've got Corinthians, uh, Fort Worth Rangers, Sanderstead. Mm, there, you know. They they might might you know probably played a few games too many and they might be out of it but yeah there's still a lot to play for in that division a lot to a play lot, for a lot to play for interesting stuff the last game of the week this week was in the Surrey Sunday Intermediate County Cup uh, and the midday sun drew nil nil with Croydon JFC uh, and poor penalties by the looks of it or an outstanding goalkeeper performance for midday sun saw them win four uh, one on penalties Rog. Uh, and Croydon JFC out of the Surrey Cup, a, t- a competition they got to the final of last season. So that would be very disappointing for them uh, to miss out this year. Yeah, gutted for them. You know, they've been they've been fantastic in county cups this season, um, both Surrey and London. Um, I know I know Max, their manager was was gutted um, to to have lost, and he felt a little bit hard done by in some of the decisions, but. That's football. Um, works both ways. Um, you know, they've, they've still got a lot to play for. They're, they're still very much in in the title fight in, in the Prem. And they've still got London Cup as well. Yeah, I think they're still in the London Cup, aren't they? they yeah, beat, so yeah, they've, they've still, they they've Glebe, still got yeah. a lot to play for. They've still yeah. got a lot to play for. So yeah, they, I mean, they, they should, yeah, whilst it's, it's going to lose at a late stage in, in, in the County Cup, you know, they've still got a lot to play for. So another fantastic season for them. They play Brook Athletic from the Essex Corinthian, who are a good little side in the London Cup uh, next round. Uh, They've got Albo to worry about in the next round of the uh, Senior Cup as well, or the League Challenge Cup. I'm not sure what competition this one is. Uh, Does it say? It doesn't say on the actual fixture. But yeah, a cup game. Is it Senior? I think so. Don't take my word for it, though. I think so. Elbow, I'm sure, in the intermediate cup, so that must be League Challenge Cup because Elbow were in the bottom of the division when that was. Split. Oh yes, yeah, yes. No, yeah, you're right, you're right. So yeah, it must be League League Cup. Yes, yes, yes. League Challenge Cup. Croydon JFC will be top of the league if they win of the Michael Donovan Premier. If they win their game in hand, there'll be a point clear of casuals. Plenty of football left to play. Uh, Spartans, yep. the team to look at there, really. If they won their two games in hand, they'd be top by four points, mm. uh, and that would be three points clear of um, Croydon JFC. So some big, big fixtures to come uh, in the Croydon Municipal. Uh, Rog, that's all the games um, spoken about. I'll see you on the other side for the predictions. Yes, sir. So just for 
the Southern Sunday listeners, I am going to run through the results because I don't want to leave the um, the results out and I will do predictions on my own. Uh, on the Sunday League Show Extra, you'll hear my Southern Sunday predictions. I won't put them on this podcast because it's easy to talk through my predictions um, on that show. So Graham will be back next week, um, but I will read through the results and make comment where I can. Uh, I'm still learning about the league, so I don't want to make any silly uh, comments. So in the Supreme Trophies, Graham Dodd, Premier Division, uh, Parklife won 1-0 against Ballum, a good win against uh, against Ballum for Parklife, who haven't had a great season so far. Uh, in the match, Arc Tony Eldridge Championship, Albion 4, uh, Putney Town 1. That is the double for Albion over the Putney boys this season. Uh, and Junction League firsts drew 2 all with West Norwood. Uh, a great point for West Norwood that against uh, top of the table uh, at the start of the day yesterday, Junction Elite. Uh, that's Albion caught back up with Junction Elite. Just heating up the um, championship title race on the back of that one. In the Bob Dixon League 1, uh, AFC South London lose 3-2 to Kudos Athletic. And a, a, a message received from Kudos tells me they played with nine men yesterday uh, in this fixture. Uh, so an outstanding result against the informed team uh, of Division 1 South London. Uh, so kudos, Athletic. What a result that is. Outstanding. Uh, thank you for the uh, putting some meat on the bones yesterday uh, via Twitter. Uh, nine men, kudos, doing the job against South London. Batsy Dogs win 2-0 against Brixton Town. Uh, and London Hibs lose 2-0 against Barking Mad. Uh, a good result for Barking Mad. In the Vulture Sports League 2, Chiswick Development lose 2-1 to Val, uh, Club Football Val. Uh, Putney Pacers win 3-0 against Norton. Uh, valuable three points for Putney Pacers. Uh, and uh, a game worthy uh, to get on Graham's uh, results of the week. Pole, Harbour 2, uh, St Andrews 2. Uh, a big point for Harbour Rovers, proving uh, that they are back. They are in form. Uh, St Andrews not played too much football, so a valuable point for Harbert Rovers, perhaps in the end. St Andrews pleased with the point as well. In League Three, uh, Westminster Wanderers win 2-1 against Sporting Crabs. Westminster Wanderers seconds win 2-1 against Sporting Crabs. Uh, a good point for Dara after some tough times recently. 1-0 they draw against in-form Ballon Mariners. Uh, well done to both teams. Good point for both of you. Uh, Parklife B draw two all with Ribblesdale Rovers. A good point again for Ribblesdale. Are they turning the corner of their season? Um, time will tell. Uh, Wandsworth Warriors lose 4-2 to Clapham Chiefs in League 3. Uh, a good win for Clapham. That was results of the week poll worthy. Uh, Argentina in League 5 draw 0-0 against St Matthews Project Firsts. Free score in St Matthews Project Firsts being held uh, to nil by Argentina is good, but they weren't able to score in return. Uh, it looks like uh, a fruitless season for the Argentina boys this year. Uh, Poplar Rovers five, uh, Ballon Badgers nil, free scoring. Uh, po- uh, Poplar Rovers continue uh, to stay top of League Five. Well done, gents. North- London Northcote lose one nil to Mitcham Strollers. Well done to Mitcham. In League Six, Junction Elite Thirds win two nil against Westminster Fourths. Um, win 2-0 against uh, Westminster Fulfs. Ram uh, making it tough, they said yesterday on their social media. They won 4-3 against AFC Putney 11. Uh, a win is a win, I guess, for Ram at the moment. Uh, UBL CFC win 2-1 against Clapham Common 
in League Six. In League in League Seven, Barnstormers three, Syndicate one, Rosendale win two nil against Sporting South. A good win for them. Well done, chaps. East Putney lose four three to Deportivo La Coruña in League Eight. Uh, Peckham Cosmos lose three nil to Masvida in League Eight. Uh, Masvida going about their business quietly. Vauxhall Virgins 5-1 winners as well. Masvida, Deportivo and Virgins all winners in League 8, keeping that uh, table looking really, really good. In League 9, SW Lions win 7-4 against Kudos. Seconds, SW Lions having a good season. Old Ruts win 5-1 against Larkhall City. Borussia Battersea back to winning ways after heavy defeat last week. They win 2-1 against Tyne and Thames. Uh, in a pleasing result, I imagine, for them. Brick sustains good season, continues 4-0. They win against Old Freemans. Uh, in the Silk Grassroots League 10, the best division in the Southern Sunday, South London Peak and lose 4-0 to Exonians. And we have um, we have a match report from the Exonian boys, so I'm going to read that one out. Uh, a minute silence was respected by both teams for the referee and the referee before kickoff due to recent earthquake in Turkey and Syria. South London Pekin's Turkish contingent unfurled their national flag during the sombre moment of reflection. Uh, the open stages of the fixture were entertaining but silent with both teams competing fiercely uh, for possession. Half chances were created at both ends to no avail. Time was needed to adapt to the bobbly boggy surface. Exonians took control of the game with the first side to, um, as the first side to settle into their passing rhythm, combining composure in, in possession with intense pressing from the front three. The visitors sporadically forced the South London Peking goalkeeper into a number of fine saves, tipping shots wide of, of and into the post and onto the post throughout the game. The reoccurring event through both halves was a goal line scramble. Somehow the home side managed several clearances off the line, having Exolians frustrated but confident. For 40 minutes, the stalemate held until adventuring left-back Ewan Scott delivered a hanging cross to the back post. Harry Bullimore rose to nod across a six-yard box. The natural habitat of Chris Whelan, who poked home from close range. The start of the second half saw the hosts gain a foothold in the game. On multiple occasions, Exonians man twixt the stick. Seb, he, Seb Hen Allen was alert and off his line quickly to snuff out the danger. Industrious work from Bullimore and Whelan uh, pressuring the back line resulted in the ball bouncing through for a one-on-one goal-scoring addict Whelan duly doubled the lead. The hat-trick was completed 10 minutes later. Morgan Thomas dispossessed the South London peaking striker before quickly turning and hitting a hopeful pass through for Whelan, who, who launched the counter. Misjudged by the defender, Whelan slotted home his second one-on-one to earn himself the match ball. The striker in question protested very vocally into the referee about the nature of the dispossession and received 10 minutes to reflect in a sin bin. Exonians captain David Yates had ruled himself out following an ankle injury in the warm-up. With five minutes to go, a cameo appearance was called upon. Uh, among, an, among an action-packed final period, Dave Ackham slid the ball through to, for Yates to calmly side for, into the side netting in another one-on-one. -on -one. Man of the match, Carl Gale. Well done, Carl. Uh, Dick of the day, you and Dunbar for arriving late. Thank you for the match report. Gents, the rest of the results for Seltgrass Roots League 10. Uh, Rosendale Sports awarded Broomwood uh, a walkover. I know they were saying on social media, just short of players for this week. Uh, Club International Football Clapham 2, Old Sartonians 3. That's all the league results. Let's have a look into the cup fixtures that were played yesterday. Donovan Thomas Cup, Parthenope 0. Painters Community 3, AFC Mortlake 2, 
Junction Elite second six big win for Junction Elite and Painters Community. Q Antigua win one nil against Southside United in the Donovan Thomas Cup as well. And top deck see off Sporting Web three nil. Dino London six Junction Elite fifths nil in the Dylan Rigobert Trophy in the same cup. Wanderers lose four one to Venezia Dons. Uh, they are a real good cup team this season, Venetia Dons. In the Marcus Lipton Cup, the Silk Grass Roots Marcus Lipton Cup, London Ravens 3, Real Dundonald 1. Uh, Mundial B beaten Sporting Continental 1-0. We said, could it be done? The cup set has happened. Um, we'll speak about that fixture more next week when Graham returns. Uh, Sheen Park Rangers 2, uh, Magpie Recruitment 4. Uh, Francis and the lads getting the job done against the tricky Sheen Park Rangers. Uh, South Southwest Rangers 2. Uh, Wimbledon Wolves won. That's all of the Marcus Lipton results. In the Chairman's Cup, Cosmos from the Championship beaten 6-4 against Egg Fried Roos. Uh, an amazing result for Egg Fried Roos. Well done, gents. Uh, Wheat Sheaf and Bluebirds drew 4 all in the Chairman's Cup. Uh, Junction Elite Fourths lost 2-1 to Clapham and Albion. Ballam and Clapham Albion. ACT Arantes lose 2-0 to Olympic Mayonnaise in the Brian Howard President's Cup. Same competition as the Junction Elite Fourths game. Uh, in the Brian Howard's President's Cup, Old Town win 3-1 against Dara Reserves. In the Frank Blundstone Cup, Carpet lose 3-2 against Premier League title holders, uh, Prem Division title holders, Clapham Rovers 3-2, reminding us that they are a good team on their day. In the Graham Robber Shield, Clapham Wanderers out. They're beaten 3-1 by Sport in London. Uh, and South City win 3-0 against Rygate Robots. Textbook win, it feels for South City. Uh, Frank Blundstone Cup stuff. Swag win 5-0 against Westminster Wanderers first and last but not least the Graham Robber Shield a game between Westminster Wanderers thirds and LMT went the way of LMT 3-2. Um, tune in to the Sunday League Show Extra on Thursday night to hear our games of the week as chosen by Graham. Thank you. So back with Gibbs and the first of our games of the week and our predictions. You'll hear all of the predictions. Hopefully the predictors join us this week, recording Thursday night. So we'll be it'll be out Thursday night, the Sunday League show, extra week 21. Uh, but me and Gibbs will get, the, get to help everyone else, Gibbs, with our chat so they can base their predictions off, off our chat. If they do that, that's probably why they're, they're winning, isn't it? Uh, who's that? <laughs> uh, if they listen to us, they're mad. Anyway, let's have a look at the Westford games that Gibbs has chosen this week. Four excellent games. They're all cup quarterfinals this one as well, Gibbs, aren't they? Uh, yes, all very good games, to be fair. They are all cup fixtures there. I'm sure they. I'm sure you said they were quarterfinals as well. Yeah, now we're getting to the uh, back end of the season. The cups are throwing up some, uh, some really good games and... The, it's, they're, they're such tough ones to call, I think, as well, to be fair. You wouldn't you wouldn't uh like back against either of them grabbing a result. No, this is a tough one. So let's have a look at the first one. Dancing Albion taking on AFC Bexley. Uh and this is top of division four against third in division four. Three points separating both teams. Uh, only one loss all season between the two teams, and that was suffered by AFC Bexley uh, this weekend against the South Ballers boys. So that defeat fresh uh, for Bexley. They'll be looking to strike back as quickly as possible. Dancing Albion season six uh, wins and a draw from their seven games. AFC Bexley five, win, five wins, a draw and a loss. 
from their seven games. Danson's form uh, the last few games, 4-2 win against Jamera, a 5-0 win against Beacons, and in the Jewish Shield, they were seen off comfortably uh, by the Borden Sports A-Boys. Um, the Danson Albion top goal scorer uh, is Charlie Edwards with eight goals in 10 games. Uh, Bexley, their season, their last few is a 1-0 loss against uh, South Ball has just gone a 4-1 win against Highfield Rovers, albeit 1-0 at half-time. What a second-half performance by the Bexley boys. And before that, a 3-2 win against Peckham Ray. Again, uh, AFC Bexley 3-1 at half-time uh, and a spirited performance by uh, Peckham IA in the second half, winning the second half uh, against Bexley. But Bexley's still getting the job done. The top goal scorer for AFC Bexley is Tom Caballero with 14 goals in his nine appearances for Bexley. Gibbs, this is a tough one to call. You're right to say that. Um, both teams, um, three points, the only thing separating each other, plus plus four goal difference for uh, Danson Albion in the league. Both very much involved uh, in the fight. Uh, to go up, you have to look at probably the top three now are going to be the top three uh, at the end of the season. We don't know which order they're going to be in. Um, South Ballers with a game played more, um, separating the two teams. This is a cup game. This is a, um, a, a Clinton Elliot, a Clinton Lindhurst Elliot Memorial Cup uh, fixture. What do you think of this one, Gibbs? Um, I think this oh, it could go either way, can it? I mean, I Easy. don't know if Bexley are suffering a little bit since Dan left. Um, maybe he was the man with a plan behind the scenes, you know. Maybe. Um, I've got goals in them. I think there'll be a lot of goals in it, but um, I'm gonna back Danson on this one. You know, I'm gonna back Danson three two. Gonna back Danson three two. Three two to Gibbs. I'm gonna. Oh, it's tough. South Ballers down to ten men yesterday, and Bexley didn't get didn't weren't able to put a glove on them. Um, I think Danson Albion too. I'm going to go two one to Danson Albion on this one. Uh, they're just in such good form, uh, and Bexley, yeah, just having a little wobble um, of of late, just since Christmas. Uh, that two losses to South Ballers, uh, a close one with Peckham YA, and obviously a comfortable win against Highfield. But Danson Albion are going to be. Uh, really tough opposition for the Bexley boys. So this will be an excellent game. Good luck to both teams. The next game is the Battle Cruisers, currently sitting top of the best division in West for the Grass Roots Podcast Network Division 6. The Battle Cruisers are top of that. They play Rosen Crown, who are third in Division 5. The Battle Cruisers record so far this season, 10 games played in the league, uh, eight wins and two losses a plus 13 goal difference and 24 points. Not bad. I tell you what, if you'd have offered that to the Battle Cruisers uh, back in August, they'd take they'd have snatched your hand off for that. They've had, oh, a, brilliant, yeah. they've had a brilliant season. Uh, an 8-1 win for them last game out against JJ. Uh, a 4-1 win against Sporting Greenwich the week, uh, the game before that. Uh, and then the one before that at the end of January, a 2-1 win against Las Cabras. Probably, you have to say, the last five, four, four or five games for Sporting grit uh, for Battle Cruisers been a bit of a they've had a good run so they've had some they've had an opportunity to score some uh, goals but Cabras Sporting Greenwich uh, and JJ is a kind fixture list to the Battle Cruisers but they are putting everyone away still their top goal scorer is Jaheim Ford with 18 goals in 12 games he's having a great season 
Yeah, good young lad he is, to be fair, as well. Um, nice lad, and he works hard for the team, to be fair. So they deserve all that they get in the cruisers. They're, um, they've put a lot of hard work in, and they're a well-run club. Rose and Crown, third in Division 5. Uh, seven games played, one loss, one draw, uh, and five wins, plus 15 uh, from their seven games. Goal difference, that's 16 points for Rose and Crown. Well done, gents. Uh, their last few games, uh, unbeaten in the last in the last three. 5-3 um, win against Sidcup this weekend, just gone. A nil-nil draw against Hartford Athletic Blues is disappointing for them. Hartford couldn't buy a win or buy any points before that. Uh, and a 6-nil win over... Uh, Springle United Blues in the Fuck Demo Derby uh, on the 29th of January. You have to go back. Uh, where's the last loss for Rose and Crown? Let's try and find it. On the 13th of November, they lost to the SE 69ers in a county cup. No shame in that. Uh, so um, the boys at Rose and Crown on a very good run of form. They must be loving it at the moment. Levi Lambert is their top man with 11 goals in 14 games. Gibbs, this is a tough one to call because this is two teams banging form. The the divisions don't really mean much uh, in this one. There's not much between Division Five and Six um, in terms of the better teams, and these are these are two of the better teams from each division. Um, oh, this one could go all the way, couldn't it? I think so. I think this has got potential to be a literally decided on penalties. Um, and uh, again, Rose and Crown, another well-run club. Take nothing away from them. Uh, this is going to be a stormy game to be. Yeah, to be this honest. is going to be a good game. Um, I back the cruisers because I see them in training, and uh, I would say our club works for their club. Um, so I'm always going to back them, but I don't think it'll be. Uh, don't think it'll be an easy game. I think there'll be goals in it though. Um, mm. I'm going to back the cruisers three two though. Three two cruisers. Kate to get the winner from the right wing. I. I'm going to back Rose and Crown, you know, and and uh, that win against Sid Cup was impressive. I know that Battle Cruisers have had a good win against um, JJ. And they've kept JJ quiet going forward, which not many teams have managed. Uh, but I'm going to go with Rose and Crown. I'm going to back them to win 4-3. I think I can see goals in that one as well. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see the results of that one. Good luck to both teams. Good, brilliant teams for uh, Westford doing things the right way uh, on and off the pitch, it has to be said. So well done. Uh, to both teams for that. But yeah, this is that's a cracking little game, uh, this one. I look forward to seeing the results uh, next weekend. This, uh, next Monday, should I say, this game, this next one, an all-prem division tie uh, in the Pete in the Pete Smith uh, Memorial Cup. Is that is that this one, Gibbs? We've got that right? Pete Smith Memorial? Yeah. Um, Metrogas taking on Borden Sports A. Um, in every way, similar teams uh, these two teams um, in their mentality uh, they're, they're friends they're two sets of friends teams obviously uh, some of them just really starting their football careers in their, in their as adults in their early 20s some of them in the board and sports A team just playing for fun and, and coming to the end of their football career but most of those players in the board and sports A uh, have been there and done it in Sunday football this is a team uh, that lots of lots of Sunday teams should look to uh, aspire to to emulate really they play each other uh, in two games in in cup fixtures coming up one on the 19th of february which we're talking about and once uh, in uh, at the beginning of march so they're going to become uh, accustomed to seeing each other gibbs um their form for both sides so far this season 
Uh, Metrogas getting their first win of the season this weekend. Four league games played only for them. Uh, they're fifth in the Prem Division. Uh, one win, two draws and a loss for them after four. Five points out of a possible 12 isn't good enough for Metrogas. And they'll say that. They'll say that much themselves. A minus two goal difference uh, isn't what we've got used to seeing from them. Borden Sports are seventh in the league. Uh, four games played, one win uh, and three losses for them. Not A zero goal difference. Uh, after three losses, isn't that bad? Um, they couldn't, they've not conceded many goals at all. Three points, the hall for Billy and the lads at Borden Sports A. <laughs> Metrogas's last few results a 4 2 win this weekend against Bulltarks. As I say, that's their first one. Uh, a nil nil draw against uh, Red Velvet in the President's Cup was followed up by a 4 2 defeat uh, on penalties to the Red to the boys in red. Uh, Metrogas have won penalty shootouts in big cups this season, so that will be disappointing for them. Uh, before that, in the Jewish Shield, they won 6-0 against Beacons. Their top goal scorer uh, this season is, unsurprisingly, uh, James Dyer. 14 goals in 11 games for him. Uh, what a good little player he is. Uh, Board and Sports A, their last few results, a 5-0 win this weekend against Mildeen, a 3-2 defeat against Meridian. Uh, last week uh, and the week before that, they beat Danson Albion 5-0. So they're in good form, Borden, scoring goals. Uh, that's 12 goals in their last three games. So they go into this one um, pretty confident, I imagine, of being able to do a job against Metrogas. Uh, their top goal scorer this season uh, at Borden Sports is Luke Berwick with seven in 10 goals. In seven games, seven goals in 10 games, sorry. <laughs> Gibbs, um, it's tough again to call this one. Uh, we've seen Metrogas come unstuck against um, uh, older side in in Bay's, in in Barnurst last season. Um, they came unstuck in that second game in the double banker. This is different, but Borden Sports towels will be up. They'll be they'll fancy this one. These are the games that Borden will turn up for. Yeah, hundred percent. And um, I think obviously the Metrogas young lads, the uh, older, experienced Borden lads. I think. Um, Again, potential for another cracking game, to be fair. Yeah, uh, brilliant. I think there'll be plenty of goals in it, though. Um, I'm, I'm, do you know what? I'm going to back Borden just wisely. I think that they might nick an edge just with a lot of the Metrogas players playing Saturday as well. Um, I'm going to say Borden 4-3. Four, 4-3, three. Four, three, Borden. I think plenty of goals. 4-3, Borden. It's going to be tough, isn't it? It's not quite the same... One thing that's staying in my mind, it's not quite the same metric as last season. I would have given them a chance. Um, but Borden, this, this is exactly the type of game that they're going to fancy. I know that Billy will uh, be looking forward to this one, looking forward to the battle. Um, it looks like um, Borden have a full squad available, no suspensions. Uh, metric gas with an influential midfielder uh, suspended for the game. Uh, so that might, that might make a difference. Um I'm going to go for a Balden Sports win. I'm going to go 2-1 to Balden oh. Sports. Uh, if anything, they're going to go for the Cups this season and they, they will feel like it's done in the league uh, and they will be focusing all of their uh, attention uh, on Cup finals this season, Balden Sports. Um, I know Billy says every year is the last year, but and if they can get if they can get a, a Cup final in this season, they'll be chuffed a bit. Um, but yeah, a tough, tough, tough game this one. This is not easy. Uh, for either side and both teams uh, will feel like uh, they've earned any change they get out of the game on Sunday. Good luck to both boys. Last but not least, Gibbs, you don't often put 
at your own games in Games of the Week. I know you don't generally like to draw that much attention to Peck and Rye fixtures, uh, but this one uh, is definitely worth giving a shout out to Abbey Mead take on Peck and Rye uh, in the Burt Holloway Trophy this weekend uh, down at the Theatre of Screams. Um, Abbey Mead, fourth in Division 1, six games played, four wins, a draw and a loss, plus eight goal difference. Uh, and 13 points for Abbey Mead. That good win, fresh in their minds against Hartford, uh, who are second in their division. Um, a good uh, return for Abbey Mead. Their last few games, a 2-1 win over Hartford last weekend. They were bashed by um, Burridge Blues 7-1. Uh, and before that, they saw off um, Eltham Town in the last round of this cup, 3-1. Uh, they would have been awarded the game anyway, presumably had Elton Town not uh, folded, they uh, had beaten them, Abbey Mead would have been reinstated. Their top goal scorer, Daniel Barrett, has seven goals in five games. Their opponents uh, on Sunday. Uh, Peckham Rye, they find themselves seventh in Division 2, only five games played. That's two less uh, than the nearest team uh, in Division 2. So they've got plenty of football to play. Three wins, a draw, and the loss, uh, four, a plus four goal difference for Peckham Rye. Uh, not enough goals considering the firepower gives. Has that been a problem in the league this season? Plus four goal difference? Um, not really. What killed us was that double banker against Borden, to be honest, because we lost three from there. Um, we was three one up against Bexley uh, Hawks. Obviously, had a man sent off. Um, it's just our own kind of. Uh, uh, what should we say? causing our own problems, should we say, that is um, allowing teams to score, really, to be honest. I'll be honest, no one's actually cut us open. It's just um, it's just silly mistakes, really, um, that, that are punishing us, if, if I'm being totally honest. 15 goals out of five games ain't too bad at all, so I'm wrong to say that. But yeah, 11 conceded, something that, um, the, something that the team will have to look at. 10 points is the return. Uh, for Peckham Rye so far this season in the league from 15. Uh, their last few games, uh, a 2-1 defeat in the Kent Cup against Park Regis. Uh, before that was the double banker against Borden Sports West for where they uh, lost one and won one. Uh, and then we've uh, we've only really got County Cups to talk about um, in 2023, Gibbs. It's been a tough, uh, a tough run of games, but you're back to West for stuff now. Um, looking to get wins uh, on board. Let's have a look at the goal scorer, the top goal scorers for the season. Um, Lee Quilter and Tony Rawlins and Quincy Osi, all with seven goals each. Um, Quincy doing it uh, in six games as opposed to uh, nine and eight for Lee and Rawlins, respectively. Gibbs, how do you approach this game? We know Abby Mead, we know the pedigree, uh, a team that's been in West for forever, um, a well-run club, a well-respected club, uh, a club who we expect to kick in and, and hit this potential uh, they'll be looking to do that in this cup competition. Uh, they go into it as favourites, and I'm not saying that as, as banter. They go into this as favourites, definitely. Um, how do you deal with that? Because generally you are the favourites going into games, uh, but that you are the underdogs going into this. You can actually say that this week uh, without laugh, without laughing. But how do you <laughs> how do you go for a team uh, like, like Abby Mead this week? Um, well, they're a well-established, well-run team, aren't they? So we just approach it the same way. Um, we would approach any game. If I'm honest, we we work with what we have, and we 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 set up as best we can, and we uh, we try and kind of 
nullified him as best we can, to be honest. Um, we've got, without no bullshit, we've got the players and we've got the ability. Um, we just need to show a bit of uh, heart and desire. And we might not have as much of the ball as sometimes we've had this season, so it might be a lot of work off the ball. I'm sure they're going to have some really good players and put it on us. So it's up to us to... Uh, to take our chances when we get them and try and, um, and defend as best we can. But make no mistake, it won't be an easy game by any of them. So I don't think it'd be an easy game for either side. No, um, I, don't, I think they, they won't be looking forward to playing you uh, guys either. They know the talent you have. And and as we say, um, that win against Hartford, uh, a massive, massive uh, boost for them going into a really tough um, fixture against yourselves. It, it will be a tough game, this one. Do you want me to go first with the prediction? Yeah, don't feel like you have to back us either, don't you? Like, you know I, mean? uh, I don't know. I, I, with with yourselves, I think there'll be a response to that defeat in the Cup this weekend. I can't back against Peckham Ryan. And, you know, Danny can obviously uh, have a, he can have a go on, on social media if he likes. I know it's all it's all um, banter with him. I'm going to go Peckham Ryan. I'm going to go 2-1 to Peckham Ryan to win this one. I think they'll, I think there'll be um, a response to... Uh, a tricky couple of weeks with the Bolden game and and the cup, the uh, county cup game this weekend. I can see a, a response uh, and Peck and my returning to some form. Do you share? Do you share my optimism? I have to. I have to. As you should be manager and I should be doing your job. So I have to share <laughs> your optimism. Um, but yeah, no, I know the lads and I know that it hurt them yesterday, and I know they 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 won't won't want that feeling um, for a second week in a row. So. Um, I mean, they're going to be a good sign. I don't know what they're like uh, defensively. Um, do you know what? I'll, I'll back us 1-0. Uh, 1-0 to the Rye. Is the prediction for Mr. Peckham Rye and Mr. Westfer. Uh, let's have a look through the, some of the fixtures for Sunday the 19th to go along with these games. Um, Bulltarks against Meridian is a tasty all-prem division. Uh, game this weekend in the Prem Division. Uh, two teams with a little bit of history. Uh, so they go into that one. Um, that, looking forward to that game. Meridian beaten by Bulltarks in the Cup 3-0 not so long ago. So the return to league fixtures, that one's got some added spice to it as well. What a game that is. Mildeen taking on Jam in the Prem Division. Could be a tough day for Mildeen, uh, but they'll, <laughs> they'll be looking uh, for some points out of that one. Uh, we sometimes we it's not sure we're not sure which jam they're gonna turn up in the senior. Just the one game uh, push athletic against rising talents is a game that both teams will be looking at as winnable in division one. Um Barnhurst go up against Barker. That's the pick of the day uh in division one. In division two uh, some big games. Bexley Hawks taking on Footscray uh, Lions Adidas taking on Bolden Sports uh, Duchess of Kent Junior Reds is a great game. Elmstead Knights against Mottenham Park Rangers, another game where we've mentioned both teams probably looking uh, at that as three points. Uh, Falconwood taking on uh, the struggling Advent Mighty Royals in Division 2. All games in Division 2 are good this week. In Division 3, uh, the top games there, uh, Springle United against Southeast Athletic Maroon is a top game. Uh, you'd have to say Avery Hill and New Park going in as favourites to their for their two fixtures this weekend. Uh, in Division 4, uh, Chimera High, um, Highfield is a battle of two teams desperate um, for three points this weekend. Southwark Dynamos against Thamesmead Town is a game um, both teams looking 
uh, as winnable in Division 5. The Foresters against Hot Shots is a good game. Um, other than that, Bexley Knights and Intercross and Hartford Blues uh, and Sid Cup, you'd have to say. Um, Sid Cup go into that one. Favourites, Intercross and Bexley Knights, a game I did earlier in the season. It was end-to-end. And if that one ends anything like that, uh, another fantastic fixture. In Division 6, uh, Bexley Village Vets go against JJ, looking to bounce back from their first defeat of the season this week. Uh, and Royal Oak Greenwich Challenge Vets, a standout <coughs> game uh, in Division 6. Good luck to all the teams. Uh, let's have a scan through some of the uh, cup fixtures. Black, Blackfin and Erif in a good run of form. Take on Inter Belvedere uh, in a Win Jones Memorial. That's a good game. Uh, Crocodile against Burridge Blues. That's a good game. Uh, we've spoken about the Dance and Albion Bexley game, uh, but that would be excellent. Elton Rovers against Elton Lions. The Elton Derby, uh, the STC Derby uh, in a Win Jones Memorial. That will be. Blood, guts and thunder. Good luck to both teams. Good sets of lads. Uh, Fours are looking to bounce back from defeat against Blackfen and Erif against Northern Eagles. Uh, Kingsford, Hartford is in the Sports King TV Cup. Uh, two teams that were uh, in that Division 4 battle last year um, with Inter Belvedere and Barker. Uh, two teams come together in a cup. Kingsford in a cup. A different proposition completely. Uh, and the Alliance Cup, Old Fortronians against the 69ers is a good game. Uh, and Red Velvet test themselves after heavy defeat this weekend uh, in the Cup. They play New Cross Rovers Reserves. We'll see um, New Cross Rovers Reserves levels in this game. We're not expecting much from them uh, against the strong Red Velvet, but we will see how they um, test themselves against higher-placed opposition. Uh, Tudor Sports Rangers in the Fred Jolly Memorial go up against Hacienda Reserves, and we've spoken about the last game. Greenwich Battle Cruisers against Rose and Crown Gibbs. Loads and loads of good fixtures this weekend. Uh, as the Cups heat up, um, we're getting some really good fixtures. Uh, some absolutely uh, cracking fixtures, to be fair. And uh, it's just, it's it's, it's crazy because every week you look at the fixtures and you, you just look straight away looking out for the results and who's beat who. And it's uh, it's exciting times and it's an exciting uh, league to be to be a part of, to be fair. Thank God that the weather it seems to be sorting itself out. I was worried last week how cold it was that we'd lose some games, but it seems the pitches um, are holding up, so we we can we can uh, uncross our fingers for this week. I think we're going to get some football played. Good luck to everyone if you're playing in your county cups. Good luck to everyone if you're playing in the deep, the deep quarterfinals of um, of of the cups you're playing in. If you're playing in league games, uh, all the best too, Gibbs. Uh, you need a win this weekend. Hopefully, we're going to speak about one next week. Cheers, buddy. Thank you. So next up with our predictions and our games of the week, four fixtures happening on the 19th of February. We're back with Jamie and the OBD SFL. Uh, Jamie, four top games picked uh, by you this week. Looking through um, looking through the fixtures, uh, top of the table, all-prem clash, top of the table, um, Division 4 game, uh, top of the table, Division 5 teams uh, and an interesting looking uh, cup fixture. Uh, it's not hard to pick games of the week, really, is it? I guess it's just um, at, at the moment with the games coming thick and fast and cups reaching the latter stages, I guess it's which ones do you have to leave out is the hardest bit? It is. I mean, we, we do try to keep every team involved when they're in a, a game that we feel would kind of capture, capture the imagination and get people who are listening to kind of think, yeah, wonder how that will go. Um, it, it's, oh, we can do a bit of fun, maybe going top v bottom and seeing 
guess the cricket score, but it's it's nice to get ones that we we really don't know how they're going to go. Um, and I think the four this week definitely not all maybe one is slightly um leaning towards the favourite in the cup game, but I think the rest of them are all fifty fifty. So two. Let's have a look at the first game and and the topsy turvy uh, Prem Division table. Um, West Wickham and Blendon nowhere to be seen a month ago uh, because of lack of games played. But we've 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 played some fixtures, uh, both teams over the recent weeks, uh, and both teams find themselves uh, in the top three. The fixture is Blendon against West Wickham, uh, and you know at the beginning of the season this would have been a fixture that we'd have picked out uh, as as uh, as a potential. Um, title uh, rivals, and that seems to be uh, that seems to be formulating uh, as we speak, week in and week out. Blendon unbeaten in their three games of the season, uh, two wins and a draw uh, in the Prem. Three games played, seven points, uh, a plus five goal difference. Probably a bit uh, conceded, a few too many as, as they would have have liked, but twelve scored and seven against is their return for three games. West Wickham. They're sitting top, three games played, two losses uh, and three wins, uh, 19 scored uh, and 10 against, plus nine goal difference. Much look, Looking much more like their old selves, West Wickham, especially uh, over the last few weeks. Blendon's last few fixtures have been a 6-3 win against Beckenham Rovers, a one-all draw uh, against, uh, LS, uh, against LSC Giants, um, but they did award a cup game to Farnborough Old Boys. Uh, in the middle of December, uh, they actually have only played uh, one game in February so far uh, and only played two games since Christmas. So Blendon to get that win against Beckenham Rovers is pretty impressive. Their top goal scorer, for what it's worth, uh, Billy Bennett, two goals in one appearance. I'm sure that hasn't been updated for the season. West Wickham, um, their last few, an 8-1 win against MSL, a 5-1 win against Hacienda and a 4-1 win against Groundhoppers. Um, that's pretty impressive form, Jamie. 29th of January, they've played each week um, from, from the end of January. Three wins against top, top sides uh, and they've notched in 16 goals. Um, I know it's not, 17 goals along the way, uh, conceding three. That's a rich vein of form for West Wickham to be going into this one against Blendon. Um uh, maybe their favourites for this. Their top man, Charlie Callas, and a top bloke as well. Uh, as six in six, as has Akin Lowell. So we must mention both. Both matching each other um, over six games with six goals. As I said, Jamie, uh, the form West Wickham are going into this game against Blendon. We know Blendon on paper, if they are the same team from, from yesteryear, arguably the, the best team on their day in the Prem Division, but that's some form for West Wickham going into this um, and they will be up for it. Um, I don't think there's anyone in better form in, the, in any division, given the amount of goals that they've been scoring in, in the last three, four games. So, yeah, um, yeah I can see why you would say that they'd probably be favourites, but then again, blending up almost flawless at the minute so just not playing week in week out which West Wickham are like you said so I think that could count for a lot um, I think maybe two or three weeks ago this game probably would have been overlooked given where both teams were so it just shows you um, the difference a couple of weeks and yeah. some good some good uh, results can, can make so um, I think I'm going to stick with West Wickham just for this year numbers have been racking up um, but blending again put conceded three but scored six at the weekend there's always seem to be 
a lot of goals in their game. So I'm going to go 4-3 West Wickham. A little bit closer than they've been used to. Um, but I think they'll just go over the line. 4-3 to West Wickham. But I'm going to go for a West Wickham win as well. I'm going to go 2-1. I think it'll be tight. And I, I expect Blendon to uh, be tougher uh, opposition defensively than than some of those teams they've played of recent weeks. That's why I think it's going to be a tight West Wickham win. Um, but don't don't be surprised to see a Blendon win either. Uh, it's a tough one. And sadly, I've just noticed from the league table, uh, FC Kawuya join Farnborough Reserves uh, as a team who have called it a day for the season. So that reduces this this down to an eight league, um, an eight team division, uh, but obviously reduces the the left the amount of games left to play till nine. So that's a bit more comfortable, I guess, to get the games in for the boys in in the Prem Division. Yeah, that'll help the, the fixture secrecy at least. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, 2 1, my prediction to, for West Wickham uh, and Jamie with a 4 3 for West Wickham. We look forward to the tweets when uh, the result doesn't go that way no. uh, next Sunday afternoon, as seems to be the fashion uh, at the moment. Next one is an all uh, Division 4 tie. Uh, we've spoken about this division. The, the run in for this um, looks silly. Uh, East Wickham, Phoenix Sports 4 and FC United Bromley, the top three in the division. Uh, Phoenix Sports potentially played too much football, but the, the, the points separating East Wickham top and FC United Bromley um, is three and Bromley have that game in hand. So this is a massive, massive game um, for East Wickham. They'll want to keep uh, that points gap and they won't. Then they'll need Bromley to slip up. What an intriguing uh, game this is this game is East Wickham taking on Phoenix Sports 4 Phoenix Sports beaten this weekend against FC United of Bromley um, East Wickham winning 8-2 against second from bottom LSU Lions reserves um, East Wickham season so far 8 wins 8, eight games 8 wins they've only conceded 6 uh, in 8 games don't forget they hadn't conceded any after 5 games so what a what a unit they are. Uh, 41 goals scored by East Wickham Wanderers in their eight games. 24 points. They could not have done any more than that. Their opposition is Phoenix Sports and they're having a great season themselves. It's just how excellent uh, Bromley and East Wickham have been. Probably overshadowing their season. After 11 games, uh, they've won seven, drawn one and lost three. Uh, 38 goals scored is uh, just over three goals a game. Uh, they've conceded 19, which isn't um, good for them. That's nearly two a game. Uh, a, pl- a plus 19 goal difference and 22 points. The return for Phoenix Sports. Any other season, Jamie, I think we're saying well done to Phoenix Sports. Yeah, normally. And we, we know, obviously, from last year that they weren't shy in front of goal either. But, um, yeah, it's just the, the other two teams are just so far ahead that they're not so far ahead, but are producing week in, week out that... Any sort of slip-up that Phoenix make is really costly at the minute. Yeah, it seems to be. Uh, East Wickham's last few, uh, an 8-2 win against LSU Reserves, that we've spoken about on the other section of the show. A 2-1 win against Broccoli, uh, and a 6 uh, Broccoli Reserves, and a 6-0 win against Old Langnians uh, in the Vic Farrow Cup. It's a good place to be at the minute, uh, is East Wickham uh, Wanderers. Their top goal scorer is Tom Serulis. He has 12 in 12 doesn't get any better than that uh, for East Wickham. Uh, their opposition uh, is Phoenix Sports. Their season, seven wins, at one draw uh, and three losses, as I've said. Uh, their last few games, a 4-1 defeat against uh, against FC United Bromley. Uh, a 2-1 win 
against Deptford. Uh, and the t- after a two-all draw, they got knocked out of the Vic Farrow Cup on penalties 4-3 against old sparring partners, uh, South London Spartans. A bad run of form for Phoenix, actually. Uh, the game before that as well, they lost 3-2 to SMCA. So in, only one win in their last four games is very unlike Phoenix. Uh, their top goal scorer, Ben Mimmit, has 11 in 10. Uh, Jamie... This will be um, blood, guts and thunder and all that brilliant stuff that Sunday League football um, usually is. Um, an intriguing fixture down at Badgers. Um, do you give Phoenix any chance or are we are we seeing a strong East Wickham Wanderers win? I mean, they were buoyed anyway, but an 8-2 win this weekend uh, shows that they're not taking their foot off the pedal in any way. No, they're not. And normally I would, uh, would probably give Phoenix a chance, but that... Name just kind of saying they're looking for players and stuff just gives a, that extra bit of doubt that maybe yeah. they're not going to be the strength they'd like to be for this game, um, which makes me think that it could be quite a comfortable morning for East Wickham, um, which means I'm going to go for a 5-0 win for East Wickham Wanderers. 5-0 win. We Firstly, we hope that the game takes place. If, if Phoenix are looking for players, hopefully that doesn't mean um, they're scratching around. I know there's a big club with lots of players available hopefully uh, it's just a a temporary problem uh, for Phoenix Sports because they have been a good team over the last few seasons um, for the OBDSFL but yeah I can see an East Wickham Wanderers win I don't think 5-0 um, East, uh, Phoenix Sports still scoring goals uh, East Wickham scoring goals as well I, I can see I'm going to go for a 3-1 East Wickham Wanderers win bit more conservative but yeah Phoenix Sports can always will always score a goal um and East Wickham yeah they're they're absolutely um uh, flying at the moment they'll be looking for uh, FC United of Bromley to slip up in their game against SE Lions which uh might not happen SE Lions bottom of the league so that's a massacre potentially and you're looking at that goal difference that could come into play um uh, FC United of Bromley 12 goals worse off on the goal difference than um, East Wickham. So that's a big opportunity there for, for um, FC United probably to put a dent in that as well. Um, a big, big weekend in a Div- in Division 4 proceedings. Good luck to both teams. Uh, l- next one is in Division 5. Petzold Road Runners against Green Street Green. This is top against fifth. Um, all be Green Street Green. Um, seven points behind with two games in hand. So they need to start uh, putting a dent and catching up on those games. Uh, Petzold Roadrunners are top, though. They have 11 games played, six wins, three draws and two losses, uh, and a plus 18 goal difference, 21 points from a potential um, 33. Showing a little bit, but perhaps, that uh, once the games are caught up, um, they may slide down the table. But for now, they're top and they want to keep it that way. They play Green Street Green. Their return for the season from nine games is four wins, two draws uh, and three losses, plus six goal difference for the OBD SFL New Boys. 14 points from nine games. More more impressive uh, a return uh, than their opponents. Petswood's last few games, a 3-0 defeat to Shortland Spitfires. A 5-1 win against Bexley Athletic is a good result and a 4-2 win against Benhurst. Uh, at the end of January. Uh, so two wins and a loss uh, for the Petswood Roadrunners boys, just keeping their heads uh, at the top of the table for now. Their top goal scorer, 
if it's gonna if full time's gonna play ball. Uh, James Goldshaker has eight in twelve, uh, and he looks like he is their top man. Um, the uh, their opposition is Green Street Green. Uh, Green Street Green's last few. So my laptop's starting to play up, which is always fun when you're trying to talk about the tables. Let's have a look. Green Street Greens. Last few. A 5-0 win against Bromley Athletic last game. Uh, a 2-1 defeat to Kingsdale. Nothing to uh, sniff at. We know what a good team Kingsdale are. Uh, and a 4-2 win over Hawksbrook Wanderers uh, in the middle of January. So a mixed bag of form. Two wins uh, and a loss, albeit to uh, a strong team for, for Division 5. The top goal scorer for Green Street Green is, is Chris Bevan with 4-11. in 11. Uh, Daniel Game has 4-10 in 10 as well. So just... To me, maybe a little bit gold shot, goal shy. They're not knocking uh, too many goals in, Jamie. Is that going to be something that they're going to um, need this weekend? I think it is. Uh, yeah, I mean, Rhode Island's beat them 2-0 in November and the reverse fixture. So um, they'll want to get revenge on that uh, result and, and kind of obviously looking to catch uh, Petswood at the top. So um, who themselves are, are poor result has got to be got to be said at the weekend. Mm. Um but I think uh, Shortland's but is not a bad side either. They're in the mix so um it keeps it nice and, and wide open. But I think I think I'm gonna go for maybe form wise. I might just edge towards Green Street Green on this one. Um so I'm gonna go for two one to the Green Street Green FC boys. I'm going to go 2-1 to Petswood Roadrunners then. Just for us to go head-to-head and just flip that result. Um, I'll go with that one. That looks like a good game. That could go either way. Good luck to both teams. Uh, must win, really, for Green Street Green. They won't want to lose any ground on Petswood currently at the moment. Um, they'll be sick. They'll be one point behind. So if Petswood are able to stretch that to four, uh, you have to say it would be tough for Green Street Green for uh, any sort of titles but plenty forward to play in Division 5. Uh, I'm just talking nonsense, potentially. Uh, Long Lane against Manorwood is the next game. This is a, a Jack Standen Cup game. Uh, this is Division 1 against Division 2. Uh, Long Lane, new boys to the OBDSFL, but they've taken to it like a duck to water and familiar surroundings for some of their players. Uh, Long Lane, after seven games, have seven wins in their division. They've scored 24 and conceded six, a plus 18 goal difference and 21 point return. They really could not have done any better than they've done. Their last few games on the pitch, uh, a 3-1 win against KS Mentivation this weekend, uh, a 4-1 loss uh, in the London Cup uh, to Yeni Bogazaki Dogen Spore. 4-1 is a heavy defeat for them. They won't be used to that. I'm not surprised they bounced back with a good win after that. And 5-2, they beat Southwest. Uh, and 3-0 in a double banker at the end of January. Uh, the long lane goal, top goal scorer, Tony Ekoya, has seven in nine, uh, and Daniel Murray, seven in six. Uh, Dan Murray uh, scores goals. That's what he does. Their opposition uh, this weekend is Manorwood, our Manorwood, who have had some good cup, um, good cup performances this season, so they won't be too worried about Long Lane. They'll just be doing what they do. They're sixth in Division 2, though. After seven games, they've three wins, two draws and two losses, um, a plus two goal difference, conceding nearly as many as they've scored. They've scored 18 and conceded 16, 11 points the return. 
uh, for Manor Woods so far this season. Their last few games, uh, a free all draw, a uh, free one loss, sorry, against Broccoli in the league this week. Um, the week before, after a free all draw with Crayford Arrows getting themselves back in the game, uh, they won three one on penalties uh, in that one to go through uh, to this game uh, in the Jack Standard. Uh, before that, they beat Hayden Youth Reserves three uh, two in the division. Their top goal scorer this season um, is Peter uh, Zareniak. He has five in six. Uh, and he's a good, useful striker, Peter, if I remember him from uh, the other week. Jared Johnson has three and seven, too. Um, Jamie, this is a bit of a free swing for Manorwood. They go into this one potentially unfancied against the team in Long Lane, who um, this, as as a top team in Division One uh, and playing in the Jack Standing Cup, that puts them pretty much favourites in, in the competition uh, as it stands. Um do we give Manorwood a chance? We've seen them come back in cup competitions. Uh, they won on penalties twice in cup competitions this season uh, in the OBDSFL. Um, is that going to give them a glimmer of hope? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, they've done their best work in the cups um, and they, they got to a final a couple of seasons ago as well. So they've got previous um, and it is, like you said, it's about a free swing, really. Um, long lane, heavy favourites, I think, in, in everyone's book. Yeah. Um, given the way they've been going this year. So it's cut football, isn't it? So you, you've just got to kind of get through the 90 minutes, see what happens, take your chances, ride your luck for a little bit. And yeah, and well, I mean, you just got to look at the likes of Wish, for example, yeah, yesterday. It's, anything's possible. So um, yeah, Manor would have gone to that with no fear at all. Uh, and I'm sure they'll give a good account of themselves. But you give them a chance. So you give them but, a chance there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think Long Lane will be too strong for them. Um, they've got quality, haven't they? Um, that we've we've seen the, those some of those names through the years and through the divisions, and I think it, it'll be enough kind of to get them over the line. Um, I'm going to go with a four-two Long Lane win for this one. I probably would have gone the same if you hadn't said it first. I'm going to go. Oh, that means I'll oh, I'll go. I'll go 3-1. I'll go one, one inside each of yours. 3-1, again, the prediction for me. Two of those uh, tonight. Uh, I'm going to go long lane win. It's gonna, long, uh, Manor Wood will, won't make it easy uh, for long lane. They play uh, a good uh, a good style, good counter-attack style that Manor Wood played against Crayford Arrows uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, and yeah, long lane, um, they don't lose many. So um, it'll be a tough ask for Manor Wood. But yeah, I think a free swing for them. Uh, good luck to both teams. I uh, look forward to seeing the result of that one on next week's show. Let's have a scan through the, the rest of the fixtures uh, on the 19th uh, of Feb. There are some, there is a midweek game now I did see, and that's Glebe Manor taking on Ellis Athletic um, down at Glebe. Uh, on Thursday, I think this is the six, the 16th. So what's, what's the 16th? Yeah, Thursday night down at Glebe. Get down there and support the lads. Uh, if you are around, but the rest of the games, let's have a scan. In the senior division, Farnborough taking on Lambeth All-Stars. Um, different Lambeth All-Stars now on the back of that defeat to PSG. Uh, Farnborough getting past their opposition uh, on the weekend, 5-3. Uh, um, that could be a tough game for Lambeth, and Farnborough will be looking to avenge heavy defeats against Lambeth over the years. Uh, so interesting to see the result of that one. Sports King All-Stars uh, play Hatcham. Um, in what could be uh, a tough time for Hatcham if they can't arrest this this slump in form. Uh, in the Prem Division, 
Beckenham Rovers go against LSC Giants, two teams who struggled last year, differing, differing fortunes so far this season. Um, they'll know each other well. That'll be a good game. Groundhoppers against Hacienda in Prem Division, uh, two teams looking to establish themselves with some kind of form, uh, which, which has evaded them both so far this year. In Division 1, uh, some good games. Hayden, uh, after that win against uh, Club Langley yesterday, take on Royal Southwark, who won themselves two against Southwest. Lesser, take on Southwest. <laughs> Southwest desperate for points now. LSU Lions against Club Langley, another good fixture. Uh, division 1's a really good division this year. In Division 2, uh, Crayford Arrows taking on Orpington. Um, two teams looking at that as, as three points worthy. Uh, that'll be a real good clash between two teams who expect to be around the promotion places when we get to the end of May. Uh, DC against Chislehurst is the most unpredictable game in the OBDSFL, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think DC <laughs> might win that, actually. Do you? Yeah, I think, I think they'll just have enough to beat them. Interesting one. Uh, Ellis, uh, with two games this week in, uh, in the league, they play Glebe in the week and then they play Hayden Youth Reserves. They'll be hoping to take at least three points uh, from that as they look to continue their promotion uh, their promotion chase in Division 2. In Division 3, uh, Crayford Arrows Reserves go up against the Warren, who are in good form. Uh, Ministry of Bullwild Langlands is a great fixture. Uh, and Phoenix Sports 3 go up against uh, Woosh, but they don't play Woosh. They, that's a cup game. So that one won't happen, uh, I don't think. Uh, where are we? Eastwick and Wanderers against Phoenix, who's spoken about in Division 4. Uh, Alberton Colts against Deptford, definitely two, a game both teams would be looking to win. SE Lions, bottom of Division 4, take on high-flying FC United of Bromley. Um, that could be a massacre. In Division 5, uh, top games, Bexley Athletic against Elmstead Reserves, an intriguing one. Uh, and Kingsdale against Hawksbrook Wanderers, another good game. Petzold Roadrunners and Green Street Green, we've already spoken about. Uh, in cup fixtures, uh, Paul Pickard Cup game, Bickley taking on Kenningwell. Uh, it may be uh, trying to avoid heavy defeat for, for Kenningwell this weekend against in-form Bickley, uh, two of the titans of, of um, OBDSFL and two of the old guard of the, in the league. Kenningwell seemingly are at low ebb at the moment and Bickley will be looking to punish them as much as there is a friendly rivalry between two teams. Bickley will enjoy Enjoy that one uh, this weekend if they do get the win. Kenningwell desperate to win under their new manager. In Jack Standen, action we've spoken about, Long Lane Manor Wood. Uh, and Jamie Bexley against Greenwich Mariners. I know you, you did or you used to play Bexley United in, in a friendly each year. Um, so there's a friendly um, relationship between the two clubs. But um, again, a free swing for the Mariners this weekend. Yeah, it's kind of similar to the Long Lane uh, Manor Wood game, if I'm honest. In terms of they'll be heavy favourites, we our best results will probably come in the cup this season, so we'll, we'll look to continue that. But yeah, it's a free swing. No one's expecting us to get anything out of it, and if we get someone managed to get a result, then all of a sudden, yeah, we kind of make a bit of a name for ourselves. So nothing to lose. Quarter final of the cup, so obviously big semi final at stake. Um, but like you said, we've got a, a good connection with Bexley. Um, you know, I, I know Dean well, speak to him regularly, and obviously we've had some players go between the two, so yeah. um, it'll be a good occasion. But at the end of the day, it's a ninety-minute cup game, so we look to to play a part in that. And you, you never know in cup football, so 
Um, the lads will definitely be up for it, and we'll see what happens. Down at down at Metro Gas, where uh, I always enjoy going down there, and I hope you two teams enjoy uh, a good football uh, a good football match down there, and obviously some some uh, some drinks after the game in in the in the bar there. And yeah, both teams. I wish you both all the very best. Uh, two teams are high, regarded quite highly by myself. Um, so yeah, all the best in the Vic Farrow. My game this weekend: AFC Wilgar. Uh, taking on Woosh, uh, as I say, I think there's a fixture scheduled for Woosh uh, in the Division Three against Phoenix Sports Three, but that won't be that won't be happening. Uh, AFC will go Woosh uh, in the Vic Farrow Cup. Don't need to give that one too much of a too much of an introduction. That will be um, all guns blazing, uh, and I look forward to being tested uh, by two uh, good teams on Sunday. Uh, and again, Sunday Junior Cup, Glebe Manor again in County Cup action. They play 19th hole. Uh, down at North Down Park in the Junior Cup. Good luck to Glebe, unashamedly biased. Um, and in the Sunday Junior Trophy, which may take precedence over my cup game, Wilgar take on Hayes and Pickhurst in the Sunday Junior Trophy. Potentially, Jamie, I'm not doing a game this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Both teams given two fixes. Yeah, that's a cock up somewhere. Um, but I imagine the County Cup game takes precedence and the Woosh against Phoenix Sports free game will take place and I'll be the one to miss out on a fixture. I'm sure you'll get allocated somewhere. Hopefully. There'll be a space for you on a line somewhere, I'm sure, at least. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll be seeing if one of you or Bexy want to pay me 20 quid to do the line. Who knows? Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jamie, I wish you all the best in that cup fixture. Maybe if I haven't got a game, you'll see me down at Metro Gas this weekend uh, to watch that game. That's where I'd be anyway, or, or at Queen Mary's to watch the Bickley uh, and Kenningwell game, mate. But I wish you all the best and I'll speak to you next week. Cheers, mate. So back with Roger and the last of our <coughs> um, predictions uh, tonight, our games of the week, as chosen by the man himself. Uh, welcome back, Roger. Let's get into uh, these games it looking looking to me like we've got a few. Are these all cup games? Apart mm-hmm. from are they all cup yeah, games? Think, yeah, it's all four cup games this week. Yeah, lovely, Dudley. We're getting to the uh, business end of the cup competition, so it is nice to have a look at these. First up is Croydon JFC knocked out of their intermediate Surrey Cup um, this weekend. Uh, they play Albo United. Croydon JFC's season so far is seven games long in the Michael Donovan Premier Division. They're second place with seven played. Uh, four wins, two draws and one loss. A plus 10 goal difference for the JFC boys equals 14 points uh, so far this season. They're very much in the title race. Their last few games, a nil-nil draw against Midday Sun, followed by a 4-1 defeat on Pens in the County Cup, Surrey Cup. They saw off an impressive win against Glebe Manor. 2-1 in the London Cup was the win for JFC. Uh, and then before that, uh, in the round before um just the one they just played. They were they saw off Selsden and Croydon Postal in the Surrey Cup. Their top goal scorer so far this season uh, is Trey Appiah with five goals in six games. Their opponents, uh, has to be said, that Jekyll and Hyde season for them so far started off the season with games awarded against them because of admin and all that stuff that completely unavoidable. But they now find themselves fourth uh, in Division One. Uh, seven, uh, six points off of top, but they do have a game in hand. So, Roger, you can't count 
elbow out of this Division One title race at the moment. This the stupid uh, Division One. It's going to be uh, tough for us to to keep up with um, as we come to uh, the business end of the season. Elbow are not. I've played nine. Uh, they've won six, lost three, um, and they have a plus sixteen goal difference. Um, a textbook uh, elbow high goal difference. They have eighteen points from their nine games. Uh, their last few games uh, have been all wins. Uh, they won four one against Santola, four nil against Dino Duppers, um, and two nil against Dino Duppers the game before that. So they've scored uh, t- ten goals in their last three. You have to go all the way back uh, until to the second of October for the last uh, loss on the field that was against Woodside uh, in the league. Albo in mm. really good form. Uh, their top goal scorer for the season. Uh, is Donald Bushy. He has 13 in nine games. <sighs> Roger, I think uh, a few weeks ago, before this run of form for Albo, we would have gone heavy uh, on a Quirin JFC win. I'm not sure we should still back against Quirin JFC. I seem to remember um, Albo falling short against the Spartans team this time last year uh, in the Cup. We did give them half yeah. a chance, but um, yeah. Albo not good enough on the day. Um, mm. Quid and JFC, albeit knocked out of their county cup this weekend, just gone, uh, are still a good side. They'll be wanting to win this. They'll be turning up uh, to win in the League Challenge Cup. A, 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 yep. a, they missed out in cup finals last season. They won't mm-hmm. want that feeling again. Um, but will you give out? Will you be giving Elbow a chance in this one? I, I, I do. I very much do. Um, they took Spartans, as you said. As you said, they took Spartans. They ran them very, very close last season. I, I think, I think Spartans won. Know, was it five four or, or something stupid? Yeah. Um, but you know, Album ran them very close. So I expect them to do exactly the same with JFC. Oh, I'm really tempted to go for a cup set. Really tempted. Um, what time's the kickoff? This this may this may swing it. <laughs> let's have a look. <laughs> uh, let's have a look. Ten thirty at Beddington Park. At Beddington Park. Can you go first? All right, I'm going to go three <laughs> three one JFC. Three one. Do you know what? Um, but you know, I'm going to go penalties. I'm going to say in 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 ninety minutes, I'm going to say a draw. I'm going to say three three. I was hovering over three because I knew you was going to go free all. I knew you was going to go free all. Uh, <laughs> that is going to be uh, an excellent game. Good luck to both teams uh, in that one. Uh, another game with potential uh, to be a cup set is this next fixture, Selsden Town, uh, taking on uh, gold coaching. Mm-hmm. This this must be a senior cup game. This is Prem, uh, mid, well, mid, mid-table Prem against a team at the, around the top of Division 1. Sells in town season so far. Uh, Jacqueline hired again uh, after seven games, three wins and four losses. Uh, a minus four goal difference with nine points to show for their return to the uh, quarter Municipal so far. Uh, their last few games, uh, a nil-nil draw uh, in uh, in the County Cup against Oxted and District Sundays, uh, and then a 5-4 win on Pens following that. Uh, a 2-0 win against Bosjam uh, at the end of January. Uh, was the game before that. And then the one before that, a 2-1 loss in the cup against Woodside. Um, mm. So Selsden mixed bag of form continues. They did have some impressive wins uh, 
against um, uh, over the SFL team, uh, LSU Lions at the beginning of Jan. Uh, and after that, losing 5-1 to Addiscombe Casuals, a resurgent Addiscombe Casuals. So Selsden Town um, just having a bit um, of a wobble at the moment. Their top goal scorer is Harvey Morton with 11 in seven. Uh, and he is one hell of a player. Yeah. Um, their opposition is gold coaching. Uh, after eight games in Division One, they're third uh, with six wins and one draw and a loss. Uh, 17 is their goal difference and 19 points the return. Uh, from 24 points, which isn't bad, if you'd have offered that to gold coaching, um, I'm sure they would have taken that at the beginning of the season. Their last few games, a 4-2 loss against Spartans uh, this weekend. Um, a 2-1 loss in the County Cup against Rackstraws. Uh, and a three 0 loss against Gold against Woodside, should I say, in the league? A three loss winning streak for Gold coaching. They'll want to end that. That's that's too close. That's too reminiscent of their form from yesteryear. Um, they yeah. won't be they won't be happy with that. Niall Kelly still their top and with fourteen in eight. If he plays, they seem to start the game two 0 up. Um, <laughs> I don't know if he's been playing. I don't know if he's been playing from uh, or he's just been. Handled by defences lately, it looks like he was kept quiet by uh, by Spartans this weekend. Yeah, he's played the last few, so he's been quiet. Um, he's been quiet for goal coaching the last few games. But this is a massive opportunity for goal coaching to uh, cause the cup set. Um, they're out yeah. of form. Three losses in their last three. Um, Sells and Town, pretty erratic and tough to predict. Um, mm-hmm. Where'd you go on this one? Uh, okay, uh, this, yeah, is no, hard, this is hard to call this one. This actually. is hard because you you never know which sales are going to turn up. Um, and goal coaching of they're out of form now. You know, a couple of weeks ago, you would have said that I would have said the goal coaching were I'd have made them slight favourites, but their form has just dropped off. Yeah. Um, I fancy sales, and if I'm honest, I, I think this is sort of getting into the last stage of cup competition. I think that their, their players will be bang up for it. Yeah, I don't think they'll take goal coaching lightly. I'm going to say Selsden win textbook 2 0 Selsden. 2 0 Selsden. We'll get, we'll start yeah. getting a text. We, we stopped getting the messages from uh, the goal coaching uh, correspondent who asked us why we keep underestimating them <laughs> on the podcast. And then they've gone and lost three on the bounce since that happened. So, they, they, so this is why I should just worry about the football. Yeah. Don't worry about what we say. We don't know that much. <laughs> No, we don't. Uh, but that said, I'll never back against Sells then, especially uh, in this type of scenario. I'm going to go for a tighter, a tighter uh, Sells than win. I'm going to go 2-1. Because uh, Niall Kelly definitely is due a goal. He's, he's been on massive... He hasn't scored in three. Uh, he'll mm-hmm. be due a goal. But yeah, Sells are due a performance as well. Good luck to both teams. Uh, next up, another Prem against Division 1. Uh, game Cobbs are bottom of, of the Prem division after nine games, just the one win for them, uh, and eight losses, a minus 14 goal difference, and three points. All they have to show for uh, their step up to the Michael Donovan Premier Division. Uh, their last few games on the pitch have been a 6 2 defeat uh, to, to um, London Warriors, uh, a 6 4 defeat to uh, Quirden JFC, and a 4 0 defeat against Selsden Town. Not a good time uh, for uh, Cobbs at the moment. That's them conceded 16 in their last three games played. 
uh, not good at all. There's no stats on Cobbs uh, either, so it gets even worse for them. Their their top goal scorer doesn't even get a shout out tonight on the <laughs> Silk Grassroots podcast. <laughs> uh, they're playing Kaizen. Uh, straight bang back down the middle, uh, Kaizen with their season so far. Six played, uh, two wins, two draws and two losses. Uh, a plus one goal difference, probably showing that even a good team like Kaizen in this division uh, without consistency is getting left uh, by the wayside, sadly uh, mm-hmm. for them. Uh, if they if they did win their games now, they'd have 20 points, which isn't enough to put them top. Uh, and no. then all sorts of things can happen along the way with the other teams catching up their games in hands. But Kaizen um, have got a lot of work to do, maybe a bit of relief yep. in the cup against a struggling Cobb side can reignite their season. Their last few games, a 4-3 defeat against Kaizen. Uh, weekend just gone. The week before that, they beat Croigas Phoenix in the County Cup 4-1 convincing. And before that, they won in a County Cup against AFC Croydon Town 3-1 again. Uh, a big win for uh, Kaizen. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been a mixed bag of a season for them. They'd, they'd admit that. Their top man is Jack Marley. <laughs> Uh, he has scored eight in six games. Clearly a uh, top man for them. Cameron Myrie-Smith also knocking in five in eight for Kaizen. Um, it doesn't seem like there's any better time to play Cobbs at the moment. Which they've not played much football and when they have, they're getting tonked. Uh, Kaizen mm-hmm. will be licking their wounds after that damaging potential damaging defeat against Woodside. The Simbin costing them. Uh, and I'm sure the player who got Simbin will be absolutely devastated uh, with the decision to uh, to dissent towards the referee at that point of a game when uh, you need your, you need 11 men on the pitch. Um, but as I say, a, a, a perfect opportunity for Kaizen to bounce back from disappointing results uh, against Cobbs and, and you'd probably put Kaizen in as favourites in this one straight away. Yeah, I fully expect him to get the result here. Um, yeah, Cobbs are all, 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 all at the same. Um, shipping goals for fun, not scoring many. Um, and Kaizen, Kaizen know how to put the ball in the back of the net. Um, just don't know how to stop the stop the ball going in the other end. So, yeah, yeah I, I think Kaizen will win this one. Um, I think it'll be quite a comfortable victory as well, if I'm honest. I'm going to go with 4-1 Kaizen. 4-1 Kaizen, the prediction. Uh, I'll go similar. I'm going to go through... Five or three. Three one to to Kaizen. They need that win after the Woodside defeat. Uh maybe they're a cup team. They'll they'll be safe in division one. I can't see them getting rele- relegated with the likes of Surrey Park Rangers, Dino Duppers and Addington uh behind them. Uh played much more games and and no no, no none of the teams can buy a win at the no. moment. Uh, Kaizen won't be relegated from division one, but they would like, I'm sure, to like to make more of a dent. And propel themselves upwards, and and uh, morale boosting win against Cobbs is a good start. Good luck to them. Uh, last but not least, on this week's predictions for the Gwydon Municipal, uh, Huxley Guards taking on Purley Saint Germain. Two teams uh, in the bottom three of the of the division. Uh, Huxley Guards are tenth after uh, ten games, three wins, two draws, and five losses for them. Uh, actually an improvement on last season. I'm sure they're enjoying themselves a lot more than they were last year. 11 points, the return for them. PSG or Pearly Saint-Germain uh, are on the same amount of points, 11 points. Um, they've only played eight. They've won three, 
drawn two and lost three, uh, a minus one goal difference. Both teams with a minus a minus goal difference. Pearly with minus one and Huxley with minus four. As I say, Pearly uh, on the same amount of points, but with two games in hand. Uh, and they've not done too bad uh, this season in their first year in the Quirda Municipal at Pearly. Huxley's last few games, a five-all draw against Huxley. Against Huxley. That must have been... Uh, that was this week, so they play each other this week again. So we'll bear that in mind, Rog, when we're making our predictions. Yeah. Uh, goal coaching seconds, uh, they beat Huxley 6-4 uh, and Sanders had beaten 1-0. Uh, the top man at Huxley is Freddie Yates. He has seven in five. Well done, Freddie. Uh, Pearly Saint-Germain, their last few, 5 all against Huxley. A two-all draw in the County Cup against Real Holmesdale, followed by a 4-1 win. All of Pearlie's best work of has really come in the County Cups this year. They've been excellent. Uh, and a double banker uh, against Fulton Heath Rangers played at the end of January. Uh, saw a 3-1 win and a 3-1 defeat uh, for Pearlie Saint-Germain against Fulton Heath Rangers. The Pearlie Saint-Germain top man, uh, their top goal scorer is Andrews Quacky. He has 10 in 9. Uh, Michael Palmer has 6 in 9 for uh, the boys as well. Uh, Rog, this is tougher to call. Um, mm. If you're looking at point, uh, points per game averages, obviously Pearlie are slightly better, um, but they've both only won three. It's just those two games in hand that Huxley have lost by the looks of it compared to Pearlie. Um, it's going to be close. We know what you yep. said You said on their day. Huxley are a decent side. Um, yep. Where are you going with this one? It was a draw five all this weekend. I, I think that's probably an indicator of where I'm going to go. Yeah, oh. yeah. Well, now you said that I'm going to go different. Um, <laughs> it's a cup game, isn't it? Uh, is this a cup fixture? It is, yeah. Yeah, it is, it is an intermediate I'm gonna cup say, game. I'm going to say, yeah. say Pearly win 4 3. 3 4. Sorry, sorry, Jim and the lads at Huxley. I think Pearly can nick it right at the death. Oh, uh, They'll know all about it. Maybe being so open this game, clearly the game this weekend was open. Five mm-hmm. all would suggest that. Maybe it'll be tighter. I'm going for a two. I'm going to go for Pearlie. Uh, they seem to enjoy themselves in the cup. I'm going to go 2-1 mm-hmm. to Pearlie. I think it'll be the opposite of this weekend just gone. Good luck to both teams. Let's have, a quick, let's have a quick scan over the rest of the fixtures for... Um, the 19th of February, London Warriors against Addiscombe Casuals uh, is a big game in the, in the Prem Division. They play each other a lot lately, so we'd expect yeah. um, that to go the way of uh, Addiscombe Casuals as the, as the other two recent ones have. Uh, PSG Reserves taking on Santola. Um, that will be must-win for Santola after that heavy loss Definitely. against Elbow this weekend. Uh, Woodside against Addington United could be a massacre. Um, with Addington United, not not themselves this year. Uh, and as well, yeah. It's a double banker as well, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, that could be yeah. a, a very very tough day for Addington United. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> is it gonna <laughs> is it gonna get played? I'm really fit for Addington. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Woodside may be able to try a few things out on Sunday. Uh, I'm sure they'll be more interested in six points, though. Uh, in Division yeah. 2, FC 25 against Addiscombe Corinthians could be a, a banana skin for Addiscombe Corinthians uh, as FC 25 
uh, got a good a good point this weekend, uh, and they'll be looking for wins. KFC yep. against Fort Worth Rangers uh, could be a massacre. And South London Royals play goal coaching seconds, goal coaching Royals without uh, South London Royals even uh, without Amari uh, Taylor this weekend, uh, and the foreseeable again. Uh, all the best, Amari, in your recovery. Um, South London Royals won't mm. want to be disrupted too much by the loss of an experienced player. In a League Challenge Cup, Bosjam go up against Spartans in a good game. Croydon JFC against Elbow, we've spoken about. Uh, Croydon United look to bounce back to double um, header defeat against South London Royals, and they get South London Royals in the League, um, South London Union in the League Challenge Cup. Mm. Tough day for them. Uh, Sales and Town Gold Coach, yep. we've spoken about. Cobbs against Kaizen, we've spoken about in the Senior Cup. And Huxley Guards against Pearly Saint Germain in the Intermediate Cup, we've spoken about. Rog, a very good day uh, in the Quota Municipal. Again, a tough one for Addington United by the looks of it. Hopefully, Surrey Park Rangers get their, yep. get a team out this week. South Sea Wanderers will be looking uh, to stay in the promotion chat for Division 1 as well. Um, hopefully, uh, the weather's looking kind to us. Hopefully, some good football uh, takes place. And I'll speak to you yes. next week. Yes, Andrew. See Pleasure. you next week. Thank you very much. See you later. So that is it. The end of another show. Thank you to Jamie, Graham, Gibbs and Roger for their help this week. Looking at the Southern Sunday, the OBD SFL, Westford and the Quarter Municipal. Thank you to our sponsors, the Down to Play app, Match Arc, Magpie Recruitment, Baldwin Sports Youth, Grassroots Football, GRF, Skipper Sportswear, Adrenaline Rush Laser Tag, at NJPGD and Awards FC. Thank you for listening to the show and I'll see you next week. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.